and welcome to another episode of Tribunal of the Green, where we talk about all things Power Rangers, including the actors that play them. My name is Brandon. My name is Lena. And my name is Will. And we are back. We took a little mini break. Um, you know, because, listen, life happens, right? Um, if you have not noticed, we were going for like one I'm so sorry, y'all. I am so sorry. For, for those of you out there who have just been like, where is our weekly dose of Tribunal of the Grid? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I get it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> say what? I said no, exactly right. <laughs> right, you know, so listen, I am, listen, we are here. We We're are back. here. We We're are back. back. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we do our best, you know. We're only right. human. We're well, only human, you know. Sometimes our schedules just don't work out, but we are back. We do our best. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's like we're here and we are going to, we're basically playing catch up. We're playing catch up and, you know, we are going to give you all the news. Well, let me just go ahead and be honest. Ain't really nothing happened. So really, we're still kind of like, <laughs> we didn't really like fall behind. So but it, worked out. it worked out well for us. That nothing really did. happened. And, you know, we, we didn't record. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, for, exactly. those, of, right, for those of you who don't know this, I mean, this is a little inside, like, behind the scene thing we usually record the same week that we're releasing the episode just so that we're always up to date with things or at least we try to be so exactly exactly and if you guys did not hate it like actually notice um last, the episode that came out the week before last we actually recorded that during the week of like almost like two weeks before that so (laughs) just so that we had content kind of like streaming so that we weren't like so there wasn't like a huge gap in between so we were just like yeah so if you guys just noticed that like it was just basically we're just talking about like sentai and power rangers but we had really no news that was the reason why that was the reason reason. Um, we're thinking of you guys you know we're always thinking of you yeah we we were not live all the time we're thinking of you guys you you guys already know this by now you can always reach out to any one of us and chat with us if you guys miss us so yeah like she said that she said and you know what it it's funny because i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna lie like actually i i kind of needed that break because i had a whole lot of stuff i had to do (laughs) Well, there you so go. it was just like oh that actually worked out it, it there worked you out. go it worked out really well so for those it of you who don't know i actually moved um i mentioned it before i well if you follow me on my personal insta you know i literally moved city so i'm about like five hours away from where i used to live and i know for those of you it might not be a big deal but for me i'm like holy crap i've never done anything like that i know for Brandon, like he moved different was it states is that states? yeah okay he i moved from like states. different coasts <laughs> yeah oh so it's like yeah i know like running kind of understand where i'm coming like how i'm feeling where i'm like holy crap i just did this and it's scary and it's crazy but we're here <laughs> we did it <laughs> you did it and you know what like that's a huge jump even even though it's like five hours away it's still it's, it's not it's not home it's not you home. know 
it's Very something you have to do completely yeah something mm. you have to completely relearn all over again so yes. oh my god and some of the stuff here is so different and the other thing is too which is kind of like depending on like how close you get to the montreal side for me that you need to know french and i'm like ew what is this <laughs> oh. <laughs> i'm kidding there's something wrong with knowing french it's just that um for those of, here's a little like like a little thing i find that when you co- visit Quebec which is um, another city, like, which is like a little bit further out. It's about another two, three hour drive for me. They're basically all French, right? And I find that they're so snooty in the sense that if you don't know French, they don't care for you. Like, I remember I was there like on an, and I was in the very touristy area. I was trying to order coffee at Tim's. And I, you know, I said, hey, can I please get a large double-double? Simple enough, right? Tell me how this guy pretend like he didn't know what I said. So then I was like, hey, like number seven, you know, whatever was on the menu. Still pretend like he didn't know what I said. I pull out Google Translate and I obviously typed it all up. By the time I was typing it all up, I showed him, he goes, oh, you just want one large double double? In English. Wow. And when I tell you, I wanted wanted to slap him so badly, I really did. Yeah. So that's what it is when it comes to me in the in um the language of French. It's not so much like I don't like French people, but I don't like French. It's just that certain people take it a little too far. And that was only one of many um encounters that we had that same weekend when we were visiting. It just made us feel so unwelcome because it's like you're supposed to you're a tourist area. Like, what the hell? What the hell is this? You know, but right. Like if you're wait, you're they're a tourist area? Yeah, they're a tourist area, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ew, how could you be a tourist area and you're not receptive to people who don't speak the language? Like, that's the whole point of, like, people going to go visit other places if they don't know the language. Like, exactly- they talk and get to know the natives. Like, exactly what? what I said. That's exactly what I said. Oh, my God. But, yeah, like, that will be a topic for another day. But that's just a little, like, insider information mm. from, you know, myself. But I could go on. Like, there is, yeah. so obviously I'm a little traumatized from that experience so like every time I go somewhere they're like speaking French to me and it's not like Toronto where they only speak English and uh, you know multi other obviously multi other languages too because it's Toronto is very diverse here is literally just French and English and I'm like they'll be like bonjour or hello and I'm like hi Um... no French even though I know bonjour I'm not gonna say it because Y'all okay, me. don't say that jump back. Bump down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bonjour, hey. <laughs> okay. Right. Fuck out of here. Exactly. Shit. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so it is it is it is different, but you know what? Overall, I must say I've been I've never been happier. It. People keep asking me if it felt like, do I miss home yet? Do I feel homesick or any of that stuff? I genuinely feel like I'm in like dreamland right now. Like it doesn't feel real. It still feels like, I know this is home. Like I know this is my apartment and I know I physically live here now, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like I'm missing anything from Toronto, if that makes any sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so it hasn't hit me yet. I haven't gotten emotional or cry or done any of the above that people think or expected me to do by now. Yep, still not you yet. Probably won't. You probably won't because I'm not even going to lie to you. When I moved here, 
when I moved from South Carolina to California mm. all those years ago, Jesus Christ, I can't believe it's almost been 11 years. Isn't that but, crazy? <laughs> oh my God. Like when you told me that, I was like, holy. It's but almost yeah. been 11 years. Oh my God, I can't it's believe crazy. it. But a whole decade. A whole decade. Mm-hmm. But like when I did that, honestly, I'm not even going to hold you. Like I not once was like, oh my God, I miss home. Like, I didn't do that one time. I probably may have had maybe a few instances where I was like, I wish I was home because of like certain events that were happening. Yes. Um, you know, yes. yeah. Yeah. Like with my um I missed my um my um anniversary, my 10 year anniversary for high school. I missed that. Oh. Um, which I mean, I wasn't true because I didn't like half of them anyway. So yeah, that's what I was surprised you brought that <laughs> up because I'm like high school anniversary i'm like i don't ever go to that i don't even connect with people from high school anymore i didn't go to mine yeah i thought about it but <laughs> i just didn't do it i don't know i really yeah don't. i mean like i i didn't go to mine either and like i thought about it because i was like i feel bad that like i'm not gonna be able to go and then i thought about it i was like i don't really like no people anyway so i was like well fuck it like i don't care <laughs> I can't believe you thought about it. I haven't even thought about mine. Like once in a while, actually, like at one point I was friends with some people that were from high school, like on social media wise. And at some point I was like, I'm just going to remove you all because we don't even know. I, I did the same thing. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. I did the same thing. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I did the same thing with like a, like several people. Um, I was just like, and I'm, I'm, I'm not even on Facebook like that. But mm-hmm. when I was on it, like heavily and I would see like some of the stuff that they would say and I'm just like oh my god especially like like the last the last couple of years the last like five six years people really showing their um whether Mm. politically or with the pandemic stuff like people were wilding and I'm like you know what I'm good I'm good and like literally I unfriended so many people and I'm like, I won't even get on this thing, but I'm still like, <laughs> I'm like, I just don't even want y'all to even know me. I don't, I don't want y'all to know I even exist. Bye. Just, just get off the page. Bye. Exactly. I agree with you. So yeah, that that's why I was like, I I thought about it. I was like, I don't really even want to go to this thing. And like, I only really honestly, I wanted to go mainly just to see, like maybe like three people. Um, and honestly, one of them, I always call her my lifesaver. Um, cause she really did actually save my life. Um, her and like two other people, which I always see them when I come home anyway. So I'm like, there's really no reason for me. <laughs> like I see them anyway. So I'm like, I really don't have to go to this event to see a whole bunch of people that I don't like and mainly only like three people that I actually care about. Like, I don't really care about anybody else. Um, but uh, but sidebar though, um, real quick, one of my closest, one of my friends um, who lives out here, we actually went to high school together as well. We were actually in the same graduation class. We actually sat behind each other the entire time, all the way through high school. Um, cause his last name is Simon, mine is Singleton. And <laughs> I kid you not, this dude is a whole Hollywood actor now. Wow. Like, and I'm like, I am so freaking proud of you. Like, and he's always just constantly asking me like, Brandon, like what's going on? Like what's going on? And I'm like, 
it all in due time mind your business <laughs> but no like it's fun like I, I'm, I'm really proud of him if you guys don't know who he is his name is Jamil Simon um and he is like he's on I forget what's the name of that show now but it's um it has Wanda Sykes and um what's the guy's name who played on Friday um well was it next Friday or Friday after next is Day Day um uh, Mike Epps Mike Epps yes um he plays opposite of Mike Epps in the new show on Netflix I can't remember the name of it but um he's one of the leads in that so I'm like I'm really mm. proud of him um so yeah like that's my actually that's my classmate so I was like yay I'm so proud of your classmate um <laughs> but other than that I mean like I'm just like I don't really care about any of you people like I'm just like eh. Fuck y'all. But anyway, that's that's beside the point. That's beside the point. Uh, but I do want to go ahead and speaking of things that are on the point, right? You know, we did get some comments from, you know, these past couple of episodes. And we even got a tweet from someone who actually listens to us. And I have to say my heart dropped. And it is the most, like, sweetest thing. So I just want to share that with everybody. And Hopefully make your heart drop too, right? So, <laughs> so George Jr., a.k.a. Barra Pink Ranger okay. on Twitter. Okay. Um, so he actually wrote um, two tweets. So it was one of them were um, said, I was only 12 when No Pink Spandex started, but lately I've been going back and watching and reading old interviews and listening to older episodes and it's so wonderful. Lisa and the gang have truly been here for it all. True pillars of the fandom. I wish I found out about sooner. High key, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, I started listening to them when I was an undergrad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and was like, ah! <laughs> And I remember when they had the audition for the freaking show. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I wanna audition, I wanna audition. And then fast forward all these years later, now I'm on it. So I'm like, yay! Um, but yeah, and then he also tweeted a second part to it, which this made my heart drop. Catching up on Tribunal of the Grid episodes has been so wonderful too. What a genuinely passionate and kind, hilarious group of people. It's so great to have people like me and people different than me all in the same place discussing the thing I love most with so much passion. <laughs> Sir, I just want what? you to know you are a beautiful human being and I fucking love you. <laughs> oh, that is so nice. I fucking love you. Just just oh. just know. Oh just my know. God. That is so nice. I'm so sorry. That's so nice. I keep interrupting you, but that's just so nice. No, no, no. Like, please. Cause I'm like, I oh. like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was blown. I was blown when I read oh that the mic. Guys, I thought I was talking this whole time, but I was on mute. Oh, God. Uh, um, <laughs> I was wondering why y'all weren't letting me speak. Thank you so much. That was so nice. It, it, it means so much that you are, like, you. it's like you can feel our energy just by listen, listening to us. So that's right. really, um, I mean, that's what, what we're here for, essentially. Right? So and, oh my thank God. you. Thank you. No, it's so nice that, like, and we do a lot of times when we are actually recording. I mean, here's another little tidbit, like another BTS for you guys. Like we generally don't really 
pre-plan our show like that far in advance. Like we obviously talk about what topics we're going to talk about, but half the shit that comes out of our mouth is literally not filter. <laughs> At all. At all. It's not. It's not. So like sometimes we do have to cut some stuff out because it's not for your ears. However, join us on fans only. You might find out. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. We don't have a fan. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, that would be hilarious if we actually did do, like, something like that. That would be hilarious. Not sexually. Oh, my God. No, no. no. Like, like but, a uh, or something like that. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> kind of like a little thing like that. That would probably be really funny. Because some of the shit that we would probably be saying, people would be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I agree. And, like, wait. I we appreciate that. Like honestly, we 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 are very dedicated to what we do, and yeah. you know we we obviously don't get paid for this, and that's perfectly fine. We do it because we love it. We do it. We're passionate, and we're here for this. You know, this is so it's the little things that it's the feedback from you guys is what really. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Honestly, we never thought we would have been here today. Three years later, still doing this, having like a really really great following of supporters that actually want to hear from us actually listens to us and like you know interacts with us comments on our stuff let us know what they think how they're doing like all the feedback is always a positive thing for us yeah so absolutely oh nice absolutely freaking like i'm telling you like that was just oh my god i saw that it was just like oh my god <laughs> like uh that that just uh that just made me so happy. Um, but yeah, so that was that was one of the comments that we had. Um, and then we also had a comment on um, episode 109, Pickles and Peaches. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and it came from Derek Hervey, where he said that um, Super Sentai has been doing it. Now further with Power Rangers today with the sexual innuendos, ideals meal. Listen, like, and this is the thing that I have always said about Super Sentai. A lot of people are just like, oh, Super Sentai is so uh, so much more adult and this, that, and the third. And it's, it's just, it's a lot more adult oriented. And I'm like, eh, not so much. Um, it's, the humor is different in, in Japan than it is here. The so, same way as like what they deem acceptable in terms of what children should see and what children should you know be privy to, than how we view it here on the Western world as well as well as well. You know, it's like they don't have problems with you know sexual innuendos towards children. Not to say that oh my God, they're out here just like showing showing meat and ass and, you know, <laughs> and doing all that stuff to children. They're not doing that, but they do make jokes towards certain things. And they are a little, um, like, a little, little they're kind of perverted a little bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, there are, because listen, early 90s Sentai, I'm going to tell you right now, it, it's a lot. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to trip because one of the main things that literally just hit my head was um Kiba Ranger, which is the white ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Ranger season three, well season two and season three, that suit 
that character, Kiba Ranger, was consistently problematic. Like, he, he's a kid. But he was always doing something perverted to the Pink Ranger. Like, always. Like, either lifting up her skirt or, mm. you know, just doing something. And mm. to kids, especially little boys where the show was, you know, targeted towards, they think it's funny. We over here <laughs> in the United <laughs> States is like, that's not mm. something kids should be seeing. You know what I'm saying? But to them, it's like they don't care. Like, they think that that's comedy to them. Like, that's slapstick to them. So, you know, it's, just, it's literally the, you know, just what other people view as comedy versus what other people view as comedy. And it's like, we think it's more adult and it's not. That's just them being like, that's just something that they think is funny. Same thing with, with, them, um, with them doing blood. In the early 90s, Sentai, their characters were bleeding all over the place. Power Rangers, what happened? They get dust on them. <laughs> they get a little dusty you know they might get some clothes ripping you know because i'm gonna tell you now i still fantasize about the moment when uh tj's red ranger suit was uh, was ripped and we saw them abs yes god <laughs> you know still love that you know but that's like the closest that we get we didn't even see blood until wild force to be let, let's be real about it I mean, we saw cuts and bruises, you know, especially during the time of like, um, what was time it? Uh, time Force. Yeah, we saw some cuts and bruises, but we didn't see like legit blood until Wild Force. So it's like they've been doing this the whole time. And it's not just saying that, oh, they're, they're being dark and all that. That's just what they do. That's just how they view their entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, so... That's why I'm just like, I just, I, we're going to get to that in a minute because that's going to be a, a part of a different conversation that we're going to talk about later on in the episode. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Super Sentai has always been doing some wild and crazy shit. Just saying. <laughs> um, Byron Weaver also commented on the episode 110, Zato's OnlyFans. Um <laughs> He commented and wrote, oh, give me a second. There we go. He commented and wrote, you guys got me cracking up. I knew this episode would be hilarious, especially when you talked about Zato. This episode of Tribunal of the Grid, I give a five out of five. I gave both episodes four and five of Dino Fury season two, a 4.5. I enjoyed both episodes. Izzy and Fern prompts up was cool and Santoro finally waking up and now now where and now we're getting somewhere and we found out boy knight's real name is Tarek. and no spoilers for episode six through 11 until lena and will have seen them yes which we are actually <laughs> going to talk about today <laughs> we are going to talk about those so yes um so yeah i'm glad that you all are enjoying our content and everything thank you so much um and yeah keep on listening because this episode is you're probably gonna want to stick around for the stuff that we want we're going to talk about in this episode speaking of right so there's some things that are going on this week um well one thing actually to be truthfully honest so the main thing that is happening this week for the people that everybody is like what was happening this week 
So Fan First Tuesday, not Friday, Tuesday is happening April 12th. So that's going to be at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for the people on the West Coast, like myself, that's going to be 9 a.m. Um, and for Central Time, I have no idea. I'm sorry, babies. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm more than likely, I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be like an hour ahead. So it's probably like 10 o'clock for y'all. Yeah, it's like right in the middle, right in the middle of um, Central, right in the middle of uh, Eastern and Pacific. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like, yeah, I think it's 10. I think it's 10 o'clock. Something like that. Yeah, I think because I think they're like one hour ahead of, of Pacific. So mm-hmm. I think it's, I think, yeah, I think it's um, going to be 10 o'clock. But yeah, so that's going to be happening. Um, and of course, Transformers is before us at 11 a.m. So if you want to watch, you know, all the Transformers goodies, you most certainly can. But we're talking about Power Rangers, so we care less. Um, unless, <laughs> <laughs> unless it has something to do with Beast, Beast Wars, and then I'll be like, all right, mm. maybe I'll maybe I'll recant and I'll watch it. But mm-hmm. um, we're talking about them cars. I, I don't give shit. I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't care. Um, but I yeah, have to agree with that because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Beast Wars was the shit. And do you yes, know that? It was. Do you know that Beast Wars is on Tubi? I think I heard that. It's on Tubi, the whole series. They got Beast Wars oh, and wow. Beast Machine. Wow, it's been, oh my God, mm-hmm. decades since decades. I've seen that. I used to love it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I went back and rewatched like a couple episodes of Beast Machines, and I was like, "This is terrible." Oh my god! <laughs> was that? I can't remember. Was that the? What was first? Beast Wars or Beast Machines? Beast Wars. Beast Wars was first. Beast Machines was the um was the spinoff where they went to um Cybertron and mm-hmm. they became more organic. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it, it 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 was terrible. It was not good. Like, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like Black Arachnia became <laughs> she I'm not gonna lie, Black Arachnia looked like Brandy Norwood. And I was like, I'm not here for this. Um <laughs> you have to see it. You would have to see it for yourself. Like <laughs> wow. Just look at a picture of Black Arachnia from Beast Machines and then look at Brandy and you'll see it. You, the resemblance is uncanny. It's it's not right. It's not right and it's not fair. I'm like, I don't like this. Um <laughs> but fuck it, like everything else about it was like, oh, this show is terrible. Uh, but Beast Wars should have stopped where it stopped. Where, at the very end where they defeated Megatron and they were heading back to whatchamacallit. Like, it, it should have stopped there. Um, but yeah. So that's happening first. Transformers is happening at 11 and then Power Rangers is happening at 12. Now, more than likely... I, listen, I don't, I don't even think we should even speculate what's going to happen. <laughs> Because, like, to be truthfully honest, like, it is kind of weird that it's happening on a Tuesday and not Friday. Mm-hmm. That is kind of weird because we've always gotten things on Friday. We've never gotten anything on Tuesday. Um, I don't think. So for this to be happening in the middle of the week, that's kind of 
it sounds a little <laughs> bit like an emergency kind of a thing. Not not emergency, but something like really important. Um, so I don't know. I don't want to like, you know, just get too excited. But at the same time, I'm like, all right, y'all, what's what's, what's happening? Like, what's going on? You know, like I, I am a little giddy. I am a little excited. I, I really am. I, I'm kind of excited. Um, what do you guys think? I want some new, like actual news finally. Yeah, because yeah. we're in April and there's still nothing about the movie yet, or anything about Jonathan. It whistles anything like or that. Yeah, the new, the new direction. Yeah, nothing. yeah, like you know. And, and the thing is, like, there has to be something coming up because we're approaching the time of finding out what's the next newness of Power Rangers. Like, this is the time right here. You know, because this should this should be the time where we should start figuring out if we do get a new if we do get a new season, what the new season's name is going to be, um, what Sentai if they are using a Sentai, what Sentai property they're going to use. Um, you know, like this is the time for all of that, and it's like we don't know anything. Like we legit have no idea what's going on. <laughs> And with that last side that we had that that we um that we read on the show, that was mainly for like one girl, for like one person. So it's like, you know, we 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 don't know what's at, what's actually coming down the pipeline like at all. Like we have no idea. So, you know, this is really kind of like I don't know. Like it's it's kind of weird. Um, it, it's, it's a weird little situation that we're, that we're in. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm slightly a little, a little concerned. <laughs> I'm a little concerned, but I'm also kind of excited. So we shall see what happens, right? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's why I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. We'll, we'll wait. But... So that's happening, and more like we're probably gonna get some more toy stuff, right? Because you know that's what that's what they do. They always be giving people toy stuff. That's what they do. So, speaking of toys, child, this Super Seven stuff. What y'all want to tackle first? <laughs> in this Super Seven, in the Super Seven. So we got. Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Black and Blue, the Dino Meg, the, the well, is, is it the Dino Megazord is, or is it just Megazord? Because we. I've heard it both ways. Right, but officially it was never really given like a No, nah, it was just called the Megazord. Yeah. The Megazord, right? Okay. I, I thought I was tripping. I'm like, okay, all right. So Megazord, <laughs> the Megazord, and also. Finster and Lord Zed with his throne sold separately. Oh, mm. God. Let's talk about <laughs> it. Let's talk wow. about it. Y'all, so get into these faces, right? So I'm not going to hold you. <sighs> and I'm, th- I'm, I'm just going to talk about both like Zach and Billy. You know, or, or, or if y'all want to talk about them separately, I don't know. But I'm just going to say this as a whole. Out of everybody's face, 
even though Zach's looks very cartoony, I think oh, Zach's is the best Walter. looking one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like Walter. A little bit. Compared to bit. his freaking um, li- um, Lightning Collection one. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm, listen, yes, it is giving Walter, but it's not giving 100% Walter because I'm going to tell you right now, they got his hairline straight. It's supposed to oh, be round. Damn. It's supposed oh, to be okay. round. All right. I'm like, all right. I <laughs> listen. I'm and right. Like, listen. I am 100 like, yeah. I listen. Y'all are probably that head is probably <laughs> the most accurate Zach we've gotten. But I'm like, if y'all would have just rounded out the head, like the hairline, it would been chef's kiss. Perfect. It'd been perfect. But I'm like, Ugh. y'all try to give him like an actual straight hairline, and that's not right. That's not right. That's not right, but all right, I'll, I'll I'll let y'all have that. But yeah, I think Zach's is probably the best one to me. Um, Adams hit one eye looks bigger than the other. <laughs> I'm like, <"Ugh."> <laughs> <laughs> if I can remember correctly, Johnny doesn't like it when he doesn't like to smile really. He doesn't mm-hmm. like pictures when he's smiling, so I'm instantly thinking like, mm. really? well, if that's the I case. I love it when he smiles. He's got such a nice smile. Well, girl, he does, like but he period. doesn't like it. Yeah, what? Well, I yeah. mean, <laughs> no wrong. He can do no wrong. Just saying. <laughs> you like Johnny? Period. So, of course, he can do no wrong to you. <laughs> Girl, but listen, like <laughs> I listen, I I'm not opposed to like I mean the Johnny one isn't bad. Like the Adam one isn't too bad. It's just that, like I said, one eye looks bigger than the other, and it's like, ooh, um, but other than that, like it's not bad. Billy, though, <laughs> I'm sorry, but. <laughs> Why they got Billy looking like he got on lipstick when he when he don't got his glasses on? Well, the that one looks much better. But it, it yeah. does. But I'm but like, yeah. Why does he? Why does his lips look so different? Yeah. His lips are a little dark. Like that. I don't know what that thing on <laughs> what the glasses is. Yeah. But that, that, that other, that, yeah. Season two, three. Billy actually looks like him. It does. It actually does. It actually does. I'm like, I don't know what this is, y'all. And it also looks like his, I don't know whether like the one with the glasses, they squished his eyes together more. But like, it looks like the one that like, the one that doesn't have his glasses, his eyes look a little bit further apart than the one with the glasses. Or am I tripping? Because I really feel like that's the Those case. Those are some <laughs> big glasses, so so I don't I don't know. Oh yeah, well I mean Billy always wore them gigantic Coke bottles, so I mean it, it makes sense that that probably is the case. But I do like the fact that they did include all of their like all of the different weapons that they used, 
Zach had the have the shield and all of that. So they have the different variations of the blade blasters. You know, so I, I actually like these figures. Um Billy has that little water gun looking thing he created. I would have honestly enjoyed if he actually busted out the um the little shield he used in season two with the um the oh, big the gigantic mirror. mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm that he gave Jason. I would have enjoyed that, but hey, whatever. Um, <laughs> but other than that, like I'm I'm, I'm liking this. I'm, I'm really liking it. Um, so with the Zach figure, they have a little, a little write-up about him. So they said, whether using his martial arts skills on his own or teaming up with the other Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the Mighty Morphin Power the Mind Morphin Black Ranger is always ready to protect Angel Grove from the forces of evil. This seven-inch scale, fully articulated Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Ultimate. Black Ranger figure features in- interchangeable heads to represent both Zach Taylor and Adam Park, as well as a, vari- a variety of iconic accessories. He'll be a key member of any Mighty Morphin Power Rangers collection, so don't miss out. And of course, they gave him like, a whole bunch of stuff. Um... You know, so and he's priced at $55. Holy shit. <laughs> very expensive. Very yeah. expensive. <laughs> I didn't know they were that expensive. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. Take our money. You're literally taking our money. <laughs> okay. Girl, I'm gonna tell you right now, every figure pretty much is for is $55, with the exception of the Megazord and the throne. Like all of them are $55. So if you if you want the full team, you're paying $350. Well, well, probably mm. I believe actually more than that. More than that. Well, no, I think it's I want to say it's $330. Let me double check that. Um, but I want to say it's 3.30. Um, hang on one second. I will tell you right now. 3.30. If you want Mm. the whole set, it's $330. Well, I look forward to seeing people's toy, uh, photography for these and see how close (laughs) it is. I mean, listen, I'm not, I don't want, like, I don't want them, to be honest with you. Um, the only one that I was actually thinking about getting to be 100 was the Yellow Ranger. Of course. Um, you know, because, yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? Um, that's the, really the only one that I was actually thinking about getting. But other than that, I'm like, oh, I don't really care to get it, to get any of them, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so... There's that same thing with Billy. Billy comes with pretty much the same things as Zach, but just of course all the things applicable to the Blue Ranger. Um, he's also priced at $55. And let's see what else. Oh, the Megazord. So the Megazord, um, it does not come apart. So don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's it comes with four interchangeable hands, fists. Um, grapp- grippling hands, the power sword, the Macedon shield, um, two Mighty Morphin minifigures, pink and yellow, and um, 
the metal uh, Megazord power coin. This one is priced at $65. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Uh, Finster comes with like, comes with all the hands. Um, <laughs> soft, <laughs> soft, good smock, uh, sculpting tool, three putty sculpt sculptures, <laughs> a <laughs> I, really took, I thought you were about to say soft and good shape. <laughs> wow, Will. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Not soft and gushy. And well, coincidentally, he has a bunch of putty sculptures. So clay but, sculptures. That's soft but, and gushy, right? But no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god no <laughs> now I can't even oh my god I need a moment I can't even go forward okay <laughs> and now I'm looking at a picture of him smiling at the, <laughs> the sculpture of uh, King Sphinx look at that Oh, goodness. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Terrible. But, yes. Um. Uh, and Putty Pig. <laughs> Skulls. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's uh, get it back. All right. Poji. Pudgy, pudgy pig sculpture, <laughs> king sphinx sculpture, and magnifying glass. He is also priced at $55. <sighs> okay, Lord Zed. Also, um, he is priced at $55. He comes with two interchangeable heads, one regular head and one X-Vision head. Apparently, oh. this head can light up. Okay. What? Yes. So, like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you could have done it with one head. You don't need two heads for that. You could. Well, yeah. I mean, apparently, his head lights up because you know how, like, Lord, they be getting angry. Yeah. And but stuff. So, why, that's. So why can't you could you do that switch? with the regular head. Yeah, that's what you, you could. Make a switch. Yeah. Like, why, why do you need two heads? Uh, listen, they say how much we, is this? Please two. tell me how much is this? Oh, $55. Ew. <laughs> all because there's an extra head well i mean like all well he has like all the fists and the interchangeable hands and open <sighs> hands a pointing hand the bomb holding hand z staff a snake and I mean, three broke bombs what okay where, where does the snake even come from what is that reference to oh you remember appearance Oh no! Not, well, I thought it was when remember when Tommy had hit his um his staff and it turned into a you're snake. You're right. You're right. You're right. And uh, and yeah, I actually instantly thought of his first appearance when we first saw him. The python it like crawled up his throne and then turned into a staff. Oh yeah, that is right. Ha! Huh. There you have, have it, to, audience. <laughs> I have to say, this Lord Zed, it um, it's. Giving me uh, jungle. Oh my god, Dino Fury Zed. He <laughs> he looks quite, oh yeah, he looks, he looks beefy. Beefy. Oh yeah. We're thinking 
<laughs> the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked he looked very roided out. Like this mug had been lifting weights for centuries. So yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm telling you right now, those oh calf muscles, god. god damn, his legs though. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, this dude's legs are huge. His legs are huge. Like yo, god damn, like his whole body is just like on ten. Like damn. <sighs> <laughs> and so uh, yeah and now um his throne is child it's, it's this is detailed. the foolishness that shit is 45 what 45 45 dollars yeah, so we really like less than zed himself that's a lot of damn money that's a that's lot a of lot. money just for the throne itself mm-hmm. does it do anything special no, it's a seat. It's <laughs> literally it. a seat. <laughs> I thought maybe wiggle a little, it spun around, but I guess not. Girl, no, it is just a seat. And it is $45. $45 schnapps. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Really? Y'all know, y'all know y'all wrong for this, right? Like this, <laughs> y'all wrong for this. I was literally sitting here like, I know they ain't about to charge forty five dollars for this. Y'all ain't charging forty five dollars for this. Child, they did. They charged forty five snobs. So yeah, if you want the whole entire collection, you will be paying three hundred and thirty. Um, but yeah, for the most part, each figure separately is fifty five dollars. The Megazord is sixty five, and the seat, Zord, Lord Zed seat is um it's 45 so uh i don't know who's going to order this but if you do um they will be available for uh they will be expected to ship out in spring of 2023 but they are available for pre-order right now so yeah will any of you be <laughs> i know will already said <laughs> it's, a, it's a chop for him but uh <laughs> lena <laughs> will you be getting will you be buying heck no I can't afford any of this stuff. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. And I'm sorry, I'm not paying $45 for a seat. No. 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 That, that's the one that got me. Like, that no. was the biggest offender it's, for me. I right, was like, like, no. $45? Like, I mean, I could kind of understand everything. Not, well, not kind of understand. Like, I really can't understand the rest of them. But I could kind of see why they were just like, okay, we'll will kind of make the rest of them a little more expensive because you they do come with a lot more things than the lightning collection figures. So I'm like, okay, I can sort of see what's going on because you are paying for more plastic. So I can kind of, I kind of can see it. But no, no, no. But damn, for a seat, $45 for a seat? My chair that I'm physically sitting in costs less than that, okay? I'm trying to tell you. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm good, y'all. I'm good. Um, so yeah, that happened. That was a thing. Um, but 
yeah so that is a thing and we're gonna go ahead and move on because that was just absolutely ridiculous um so before we go ahead and get into this next part of our show I also do want to remind everybody because I didn't do it at the very beginning of the show so I'm gonna remind everybody now we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Google Podcasts, we are on Spotify, and we are on SoundCloud and YouTube. And YouTube. And I just said Spotify. We are on there, but don't listen to us there, okay? Because fuck <laughs> them still. Uh, <laughs> don't listen to them there. Don't listen to us there. Like, fuck, fuck Spotify. Fuck them. Um, but we are everywhere else where you listen to podcasts. So please, 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 please. Check us out, tell a friend, tell everybody, hey, there's this podcast that I really like. Um, and I really want you to support because they're fucking dope. So do that, okay? We really appreciate it. Moving right along. Um, so during this past week, right, I know that the people probably have seen my uh my lengthy thread. <laughs> It wasn't that long, I promise. But a thread that I posted in response to um, in response to a tweet that went out and took the Power Rangers Twitter by storm. Had him in a chokehold, child. And the tweet went a little something like this. We're canceling each other over Power Rangers today. What's your cancelable Power Rangers tweet? interesting Uh, so Uh uh-huh a lot of the tweets that i saw and and this is just me because like i really wasn't like i saw a couple of them and they all basically kind of said the same thing and i was like you know what i can't take this anymore (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but for the most part a lot of these tweets were basically just how either Power Rangers deserves to die, like the franchise deserves to end, or Sentai is better. And I'm just sitting here like, hey, and this is and this is in no shade to the to the original per, to the original uh, person who who tweeted out the original tweet or anything. This is in no shade to, or reference to anybody actually. But to me, all it did was just literally invite angry fan ang- angry fan comments from like people who really don't even really support the franchise anyway. Um. And if they do, they mainly only watch it just to shit on it so they can say Sentai is better. Like, the original version of it is better. Um, And I just, I don't know, like, I just, I saw nothing, hardly no tweets from anyone that actually had anything constructive to say. And Mm -hmm. basically, my response to it was pretty much exactly that. Um... You know, I basically said in regards to it, him, 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 him. No offense, but to me, these cancelable Power Rangers tweets threads just scream angry fanboy. Maybe it's me and I'm alone in this, but alone in this boat, but yeah. 
before anyone say anything about expressing an opinion, I understand that every, everyone deserves a chance to have, to have an opinion. But let's be clear, a lot of you never tweeted these things and are looking for a way to jump on the bandwagon. Let's be clear, Sentai and Power Rangers will always be my loves. To be honest, both have missed the mark and neither one of them gets it right every time. Enjoy, based, enjoy both based on their own merit. Majority of these cancelable Power Ranger tweets all say the same thing. Sentai is better. There's nothing constructive about what's being said. This is an honest question. If you hate Power Rangers so much, why do you watch it? Um, well, it's called hate watch. People do it all the time nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, they do it with almost mm-hmm. any show, not just Power Rangers or movies for that matter, actually. Um, I know there's a bunch of movies and TV series that like really you know, hit high numbers, but not because it was a good product. It was just because people wanted to hate watch it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. is that any different? Like, I feel like that's an any, any single, like, you know, like any, any, any media really, like people are going to hate watch regardless. That's a good point. Like, let, well, let's, let's talk about it. Like, let, let's, let's talk about it. Like, and I, I, I guess for me, me personally, and y'all already know how <laughs> how I am with just Power Rangers in general. Like, I'm a sucker regardless. So I'm going to watch it no matter if it's bad <laughs> or good. Unless it's to the point where I just can't take it anymore. I.e. Ninja Steel and Wild Force. Unless it's <laughs> to the point where I'm like, God damn it. Like, this is just too much for me. Like, then I'm just like, okay, I throw in the towel. But no matter how like disappointing it is, I'm still going to try to suffer through it regardless. Um, but I guess for me, my thing is in terms of hate watching, you know, and I guess this is the only one that I do it for, to be honest. Um, Power Rangers is pretty much the only series that I'm just kind of like, 100% dedicated to if that makes any sense whereas it's, it's like no matter how bad it is it can get it can get really bad I'm still going to be like at the end of the day yeah I'm gonna I'm have stuff to say about it but the things that I have to say is it, it's always coming at it's always coming from a place of constructive criticism and not just from just oh this 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 sucks without any without any uh, without anything to back it up because I'm never going to just say oh something sucks or I don't like this without actually saying this is the reason why I don't like it and I feel like a lot of times especially with a lot of those tweets that were being tweeted I feel like a lot of times those tweets didn't have any anything behind them is just this blanket thing of this is what it is. And I, and I understand that, okay, a cancelable Power Ranger tweet, yeah, this is it's basically supposed to be a little hot take and that's it. I get it, right? But also at the same time, it's like, if you were to ask a lot of these people to try to explain what they mean, it's just like, I, ha- I have no explanation behind it. Or this is, just, this is just something that I feel or just something that I'm just jumping on a bandwagon with. And I'm just like, if that's the case, it's just like, to me, you're hurting, like you're not really, if anybody was to go back and read these tweets, like say for example, um, Simon Bennett, 
or you know anybody mm-hmm. going back and reading any of these things how would they know what to work on or or perhaps if they wanted to listen to what the fans are saying and maybe kind of like take criticism out of it how would they be able to respond to it and even try to maybe even like pivot to make it more more to your liking if all you're doing is just essentially bitching <laughs> does that make any sense like i'm just like i don't know like i i to me it just like that whole thing and i know will you were saying that like i, I know you're saying early in like a couple of days ago in the chat you were saying that um they were doing that all to get just the whole weekend Apparently, or like they were doing, mm-hmm. like this, this was the thing. This was a thing that was happening with other franchises yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So what was so else was happening? Like, what were they doing it with? Were they doing it like with like wrestling and stuff, or were they doing it with like other? Yeah, in things particular. Or? Yeah, okay. I, I saw it in particular because some of the main things that I follow on social media would be wrestling and Power Rangers, but I'm I'm pretty sure that it was in other. Uh, other stuff as well, but I've read a couple of things that got me kind of heated. Like, it seems like um, some of the things were said really just to create reactions from people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was kind of ridiculous. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, that, and that was like my thing too. That was mainly the thing that I saw that was and it, it wasn't even really making me so much as upset but it was just kind of making me just seem like y'all just jumping on the bandwagon now like it's just like because i did see some that some people were actually making some statements and i've seen them make these statements before where it was like you know this is how they genuinely feel and they backed it up where it was like yeah like this is how i feel and some of the stuff was very was was like i can understand where you're coming from i get it um you know but one of the things that really stuck out to me that where I can understand, it still kind of made me side-eye and be like, eh, no, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. But I understand how you got to this conclusion with your tweet was, and I can't remember the exact the exact thing they said because I forgot the, sprint, the print screen it. So I do not remember who said it and I don't remember the, exactly what they said. But basically what they said was Sentai is needed to make Power Rangers. Without Power Rangers, without Super Sentai, Power Rangers doesn't have its charm. I saw that. You saw that one? Okay. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about that? Because me personally, I disagree highly. I mean, I think that any... If it's something that has a good team behind it from direction to writing and then you know uh directing the actors and hopefully the actors are talented like you can make it work like the concept i don't think it's really hard to create you know you know an original production of it so I, I, th- I think it's it's definitely possible we just haven't seen it yet you're saying something can't be done but we've never actually seen it be done so you really don't know exactly and that's basically exactly my point um and that's where i was coming from with it um 
you know, for, from, for me. That's where I was coming from. Lena, what, what you got? What you think? Pretty much the same line or? Pretty much the same thing. I'm with you guys there. It's just like, um, I mean, it's great that they're, you know, we always say all publicity is good publicity <laughs> regardless. So I guess in a way it kind of, you know, we brought the uh, franchise back into people's mouth and people's screen and stuff like that. But ultimately, yeah, I, my thoughts are reflecting on the same as you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I found another one. I found another one. This is interesting. Power Rangers is an outdated artifact that simultaneously has limited Super Sentai getting out of Japan due to Saban and Hasbro and stifles its own creativity by being tied to Sentai. And I'd rather it end as an IP or just cut itself entirely from Toei so we can all be free. That's a lot. Listen, and I and I kind of saw that one too, and I and it kind of goes hand in hand in, in in my point with this other one, with this other one that I was um thinking about. In terms of this, and I here and it kind of goes in line with what I was saying, where people were just like Sentai is better, right? Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. I get, and this, these are all opinions. These are all opinions, and these are all things where people are just like, this is my opinion, this is how I feel about it, blah, blah, blah. I get it. Trust me. Everybody deserves to have their own opinion. I'm not here to try to tell you your opinion is wrong. What I will say, however, however, comma, is in terms of saying of blaming Haim Saban and blaming Hasbro for the decline of Sentai and, and, and all of this and, and blah, 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 this and third, I have, to, I have to disagree because let's be very clear. Let's be clear about this. There was a moment in time where Power Rangers... But where, first of all, let's not let back. Let me backtrack for a second. Not even a moment in time. They were doing this for for a minute, where the literally the way it went was the powering um, Super Sentai was created. It had its had its season. Power Rangers came a year behind it, made Power Rangers out of it. They went back, took Power Rangers back to Japan and aired it in Japan and took the same actors who were acting in the previous seasons and dubbed it for, for the Japanese audience. And you can go back and look all that stuff up because there are Japanese versions of Mighty Morphin, Zio, Turbo. Like, there are Japanese versions of these shows. So, and I think the most recent one I think that I saw was SPD, I want to say, where they had the original SPD um, the original Decker Ranger actors um, come back and dub SPD. So this stuff happens. I don't necessarily believe that, oh, Power Rangers dis- is destroying Super Sentai and, oh my God, the decline of Super Sentai would be better off without Power Rangers and this and third, this and third because let's be very clear, they work hand in hand. But also... They're two different shows. Literally, they are two separate different shows. Now, will I say the American audience 
has been completely just like dismissive of the show? Yes, because of because literally when people think when when your average person who is not a fan thinks about Power Rangers, what is the first thing they think about? They think of Mighty Morphin and they think about how <laughs> silly and campy it was. Mm-hmm. So of course they're not going to take it seriously. Like let's just be 100 about the situation. They're not going to take it seriously. So you're asking, so basically what you're saying is you're basically saying that the downfall of Sentai is because of Hasbro and Saban. And that's not necessarily true because let's be, let's be very clear. Super Sentai is flailing on its own. Like (laughs) the proof is in the pudding. Like they've had their own seasons come out that hasn't aired here in America and their, and their numbers aren't doing very well. That doesn't have anything to do with us. You can't blame Power Rangers. We can't blame the Power Rangers franchise for that. So I, I just kind of feel like a lot of these are, especially that, that particular argument, but also the one in saying that, oh, um, Sentai is better um, and without Sentai, Power Rangers wouldn't have its charm. Going back to what you were saying, Will, I 100% agree. We just never seen it happen. And we've seen it, it, people just instantly keep going to the Power Rangers movie in 2017. That is basically one example. One. And not only that, it came at a time where Power Rangers was literally at its lowest. Let's be for real. Ninja Steel. <laughs> like, literally, if anybody did not know what was going on in the Power Rangers franchise and did not know that Power Rangers was still out and decided to turn around and watch Ninja Steel at the time of this movie announcement, of course people would be like, ill. What? (laughs) Of course. Like, let's be for real. Like, of course people would feel like that, right? So to me, it's like you have to have something running concurrent that actually makes sense. Like it it just it needs to make sense and it needs to because you can't have this thing of like, oh, powering this show for um, what is it? The heroes for children or whatever that foolishness like. You can't have that and have it be as terrible as it was and then try to make something a whole movie that is like that is mature and try to like completely just change the whole thing it's like first of all you need to and this is my thing right here the things that i honestly feel like would have made this movie work for me and what i think that would definitely make power rangers work by itself is like you said, having a team that having a team that understands it, but also being very very particular with the designs that are created. Because mm-hmm. to be honest, nobody's going to support something that doesn't look Power Rangery. Like mm-hmm. especially if you're going to go after the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like if you're going to go specifically after Mighty Morphin, they need to look like Zoo Ranger. Like they just need to. And also Hollywood, I need y'all to understand. Drop the drop the armor 
just just leave armor alone like just just leave it alone i understand y'all think that armor is is a superhero thing i get it hollywood stop no more armor just let them have <laughs> let them wear their span their spandex uniforms and give them some helmets and call it a day but yeah i just feel like it can be done but we've just never seen it done so automatically, people with no imaginations just automatically feel like, oh, my God, since it's never been done. And because we've had a few a few fails, it's like, oh, every, everything is on fire. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it's instantly throw the baby out with a bathwater. And it's like you haven't even given Hasbro a chance to even try to do the thing that Saban has been trying to do since he bought it back. Because let's be very clear, when he originally had the franchise, what he should have done, if you really want to be real about it, if you really want to be real on the tee what he should have done is everything that Hasbro is doing right now, he should have done back in 1995. Just saying. After the, after the movie came out, and the movie did quote unquote well because technically it did do well, even though it didn't make as much money as, it, as the 2017 movie. It still did well based on box office standards because it made double its amount, double double the amount that it was created. Um, so technically, it did do well, but the gag is, yeah, it did well. But what <clears throat> Saban should have done was he should have taken that same energy that Saban that Hasbro is doing right now. And should have went ahead and been like, all right, bet. We're going to try to do all these different um, spinoffs, do all these different things, um, do all these different multimedia platforms, do a cartoon, do this, that, blah, 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 blah. Like, do all these things and, you know, go at it that way. But instead, it's like, what Saban saw was, uh, yeah, I'm a billionaire. <laughs> like, let's be for real. Like, that's what he saw. He saw, oh, this the show, the show's making me money. So let's just keep the status quo. And that's how we ended up with what we got right now. That's how we ended up where we are. So to be truthfully honest, we aren't giving Hasbro a chance to actually show us what they can do. It's just instantly, oh, well, I, I already know what's going to happen. And, and you have a lot of fans who are saying that, and they, they don't. Like, they're making, quote, unquote, guesses, not even educated guesses, just guesses, and instantly are being making themselves angry. So it's just like, I, and that's all I saw with these tweets. It's just, y'all are making yourselves angry. Like, it's just, I don't understand. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my little thing of just like, okay, I'm, mm, once again, just when I think that this fandom is like, yay! <laughs> yay, you guys are on the right track. You're awesome. And then I'm just like, you guys do this, and now you're just, you get on my nerves. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that was that. Um, let me see. So enough of that, because um, that's just dumb. And 
I know a lot of people, speaking of early Saban, right? And people are just like, child, they didn't know what the hell they was doing. Apparently they had an idea. <laughs> Apparently they had an idea, but you know, maybe they, the ideas didn't quite pan out the way they wanted them to because other people decided they wanted to, you know, up and leave. And not to say that it was their fault, because let's be very clear, you know, Saban was on one back then and didn't like to pay their people, still don't, but you know, um, they was on one. So, you know, some one of the people who were promised you know something but didn't get what they ultimately were supposed to get um was maurice mendoza or mar marcio mendoza um and he played richie right that's how we know him you know we know him as the heart the 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 latino heartthrob that trini was always drooling all over every time he came on the screen now I ain't gonna hold you. He was fine. Don't get me wrong. Like he was the boy was saying. I was like, ooh, hey Richie. Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we know of him because apparently he was supposed to be a red herring for the White Ranger. Um, but you know, maybe he maybe wasn't exact it's supposed to be a red herring for a white ranger but maybe a different color ranger hmm so you are you guys if you want to follow along please 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 i implore you please go if you already aren't following this person, please do um their page is called listen anyway so basically he does like a whole bunch of just info drops on different little things about power rangers um, like his page is great. His name is Raul. So please, you know, follow him, like his stuff. Um, you know, crazy good information, right? Mm -hmm. So, right. So this guy basically teamed up with uh Joe Mendoza, which is Maurice's or Marcio's father. Um, now if also if you guys did not know, um Maurice passed away. Um, several years ago, um, so a decade. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, it's been a while. Um, he passed away, so, um, so yeah, his father basically is help is helping us to keep the memory of Maurice alive, right? So, basically, fact one, if because we're we're going we're going through the facts here, fact one. He was not only hired to be the white, be a white ranger herring, but also, but a, but a regular character. Oh my God, I'm adding words. Brandon, stop. Um, he was not only hired to be a white ranger red herring, but a regular character. His his contract was an oh was an option contract. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, I can't read. His contract was an option contract. It included things that could happen if plans went well, or they can change without hesitation. That sucks. Mm. That sucks because it's an option contract. That is that is so unfair. That that already is like really, really. <sighs> so, um, so yeah. 
And apparently, um, Richie was going to have more than a red, was going to be more than a red herring. He had, he even had a storyline that involved his father and martial arts. So they were really going to go into like this character. Like he just wasn't supposed to be just the guy that keeps walking by and being like, hey, dream, dream. Like, Like, it wasn't supposed to be that. (laughs) It was supposed to be so much more. That is so interesting. Um, Fact two, the contract signed in summer of 94 included the movie deal. So he signed to be in the Power Rangers movie in 1995. Mm. Interesting. But as, hmm, hmm, was he supposed to be as a ranger or just himself? Because remember, also Trini and all them was supposed to be there too. So, hmm, just saying, they were supposed to be there too. So, hmm, I would have loved to see this see this movie. And it like you know at the very end where they're all at the uh, at the uh, Ernie's at Ernie's, and then they're looking over the skyscraper and like you see like the uh, the fireworks and stuff. That would have been so cute to see Twee and Maurice like hugged up together watching the fireworks. Ah, oh! mm-hmm. oh. Mm, what could have been fact three original plans had him to appear as a ranger in the movie no specifics of which one hmm okay fact four now this kind of triggered me i'm not even gonna hold you this triggered me they put a lot of dark makeup so that so that he could look more Latin for TV audience. He was not as dark as they made him. Excuse me? Mm. Excuse black? me? Isn't that almost like blackface? I was just thinking that. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> or black, what, black fishing? Yeah, black, yeah, dark fishing, black fishing. Yeah, like, I'm uh, just like... I don't know how I feel about that. So <laughs> that's so I felt away. I'm and not even gonna lie. Like, couldn't they have just given him a tan? Well, Saban don't want to pay for that. It's, yeah. it's funny how like the more we dissect this <sighs> as adults, the more you realize how twisted and gross our, our childhood was. Yeah. 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 Like, it's like, man, it's supposed is powering just supposed to be like five superheroes saving the world, you know, talking about morals and rights and, and all that great stuff. But in reality, it's like it's the exact opposite of that. It was not honest at all. It was very racist. It was very um, what's what homophobic. Is, yes, that's what I was homophobic. Like, Thank you. You took the words out of my mouth. Like you know, it's just holy moly. What the shit is this? What the shit? Oh god! Like, like this- there, there was so much horrible stuff going on behind the scenes. Right. So stuff like and stuff we we don't even um like we probably didn't this is probably even worse stuff that happened oh i'm sure I'm like sure. like sarah brown is still so um suing um what's oh, the face you know like grooming oh my god there was grooming that was going on too there was like whole uh was it steam harvey shit that was going on too like what's that his name i don't even know but you all know about, um um weinstein yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Steve Harvey. 
<laughs> Nasty Barbie. <laughs> oh my like, god! Dang, what what does Mr. Potato Head have to do with Power Rangers? I'm like, oh my damn. god! Like the um the stuff with injuries too. Um, yeah. Like, oh, like Sarah Brown. Sarah Brown. She didn't she break her neck. Well, I don't know if she broke her I neck. Mean, she I broke know. her neck. Yeah, she broke her neck during a fight scene. Oh my no. god! Shit! I knew her house oh, was set on fire. I knew like shit was happening. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. That was way. That was way after. Oh, yeah, but, but still. But yeah. yeah, and then all sorts oh. of injuries um happen. You know, with them. You know, the actors doing their own stunts. I remember the uh, the space cast talked about getting hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like it, they were enough. It was nothing for the for them to get hurt on set, and it, it was they'll just be like, "All right, fine, you hurt. Oh well, keep pushing next. <laughs> Back to one. Like let's reset." They're like, "Oh my god, I'm fucking bleeding. Oh oh, uh, get him a band aid and and get him back in makeup so we can cover it. All right, back to one. Like that's basically kind of what they did. Like." the back the behind the scenes of the show is terrible like i'm not even gonna hold you it's bad <laughs> it's terrible so reading this that like that one really made me upset because i'm just like and it and hell they did the same thing with um well no they did the opposite with um with uh william william Schufelt, um dude played brody because they basically were like don't don't get into the sun because we don't want you to get any darker. And I'm just like, ah, damn. Up until that, damn. Like that's rude. Like, uh, don't just get into the sun. That. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Like, but and that's as recent as like 2016, mm-hmm. 2017. Yeah. And y'all still on one? Like, damn. Y'all are tripping, tripping. Power Rangers. Wow, y'all are. Colorism is a thing, y'all. Colorism is a thing. Colorism is a thing. Colorism is a thing. Stop acting like it ain't. But anyway. So, that's that. Um, fact five. He was introduced to Himes of Bond by his new agent, Forbes Riley. Forbes became internationally famous as Queen of Infomercials. In that very first meeting, they told him he was going to be a, he was going to be in Power Rangers due to his talent and charisma. So, I'm not even going to hold you. There was something about Richie that was very alluring, especially when he would like come on screen and he would just kind of like walk past Trini. It was given very uh, Baywatch. Ah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, like it was given, it was given very Baywatch. It was like, there was something about him that was so mysterious. And of course he had that like Latino look going on dark. Obviously we now know it was due to makeup. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Dark and mysterious, you know? So it's like, ooh, you know? So of course Trini, hell, I listen. If I was Trini, I would have been having the Joneses for him too, because Richie was fine. Okay, I don't know how many times I have to say it. Like Richie was fine, so you know, it is what it is, right? Heim, fact six. Heim Saban asked his father Joe Mendoza 
to appear on the show as Richie's dad, the one who taught him martial arts. Wow. So daddy was even going to be in the show, y'all. Even daddy was going to be in the show and daddy was born. Even daddy looked good. Like that, that, the G's in this family is amazing. Like all of them was just fine. Good Lord. But okay. All right, y'all. All right. Ooh, child. Fact seven. Maurice's nickname on set was Richie Rich since they thought Maurice was so cool and was cool and classy. His mm-hmm. sisters visited the set when he was filming. David Yost became a good friend of Maurice and let him stay at his apartment near the near the studios. Oh, so wow! Like he was really a part of like the cast cast for real. Interesting. Wow. Okay. This just annoys me. Because it it, it it reminds me of the feeling that I have a lot watching the first uh what like 17 ep- oh, I guess less than that. Maybe like the first 10 or 12 episodes um <clears throat> of season two and the cool direction it seemed like they were going in and like mm-hmm. where else could that have gone? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Fact eight. He had more storylines on the pipeline when, but when Walter, Austin, and Twee went on strike, plans fell through. That's also why Curtis and Richie disappeared. One being the cousin of the character that left, and the other being the love interest of another who left. Yeah. Now that's the one I have a problem with, right? And I personally, I understood where they were going with that. I I totally got it. I understood why they were like, you know what? We probably need to just go ahead and ax everything and cut everything. But my thing is, now follow me if you will, right? I know we wouldn't have got it. We wouldn't have gotten our first, you know, sister being being the Yellow Ranger, right? Follow me. But, you know, because Karen Ashley is, she's a history maker. You know, she is, she is Black history. She is history. So, you know, I'm, I'm not taking anything from her. Button, however, why didn't they just go ahead and make Richie and Curtis the replacements? I mean, if, if, especially if they were, um, they had the talents of any of the other actors. Exactly. It seemed like they did. It seems like they did. It seems like they were mm. just as talented. So I don't know. Why didn't they just go ahead and just make them the replacement? Find another random girl. They could have auditioned anybody. But you know they couldn't have been another black girl because they don't like two blacks on the same team. But you know they they could have found <laughs> Hell, oh, the girl man. who played Tina, who was a dark ranger. They could have bought her. They could have been like oh, Tina wow. transferred. And was like, boom, she's not a replacement for Trini. Like, or or anything, anything. They could have done anything. Literally, they could have done anything. And this is what happens. Like, ah, like, 
that makes me so angry because I'm not even gonna lie to you. I actually, as a kid, I really did actually like Curtis and Richie. And that would have been that would have been a really good way to bring them in and make them rangers. And not to take anything away from um from uh Johnny and Steve and Karen not to take anything away from them because I love those three as well like those three will always be my favorites and I know people like to shit on Rocky fuck y'all like I loved him as the Red Ranger because <laughs> he just had a different take on, on Red for me and I always loved it but like I'm sorry but I just find that so messed up like we could have had Richie be be Red because you know they probably would have made him red. Like, easily. They would have made him red. So, we could have had them. We could have had him as red. Um, Curtis is black. But I don't know if they wanted to keep the whole thing of, like, the black guy is the black ranger. And, uh, and uh, I guess a different girl as, like, or an Asian girl is yellow or whatever. I don't know. But still, I just, I don't know. Like, what do y'all think? Do y'all think they could have been good replacements for Jason, Zach, and Trini? Or uh, just Jason and Zach? Well, yeah, why not? Honestly, yeah. like, why not? And to be frank, too, I think they would have, we wouldn't have known the difference anyways. We would have gotten what we would have gotten. So I think at the end of the day, yeah, why not? Anyone had a shot at it, and they sure did. They were very talented actors. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of in two spaces with this. On one, it makes sense. It makes sense because they were already there if they would have gone and done that. <clears throat> um, and we also, you know, were already introduced to those characters. Um, then on the other hand, um, to just have straight up almost complete carbon copies. Of course, Jason Austin's not Latino, but you know, they have another black guy that's been established as a relative of Zach just taking over for him. It, it seems too similar. And then like, if they would have gotten an Asian girl to uh, replace Trini, it's kind of like, uh, as a Sylvia. it's too similar. It's too similar. Huh? <laughs> I like cousin Sylvia. <clears throat> Our first child ranger instead of, uh, what's his face? Justin. Well, I, yeah, I don't, uh, nah, like, and then, uh, of course, you know, what, what we, with what we got, you know, they switched things around and gave us more, um, you know, different ethnicities and stuff. I, I, uh, I, I, I mean, they just switch black and yellow because, I mean, let's be, let's be for real. They definitely made Rocky as a carbon copy of Jason, for sure. For sure. I mean, as far as what he wore, but that's about it. No, like his listen. character was nothing like Jason. No, I'm talking about the look. I'm not talking about the character. About oh, the the hair and the- like, uh. even though Steve is of Latin descent, still, like, er- for years, everybody thought that Jason was Latin. <laughs> and Jason is a whole white yeah, man. Yeah, but, yeah. Er- but we all thought Jason was Latin. Like, for sure. So, it's like, well, at least I did. I know I did. I always thought Jason was, was some kind of Latin, some kind of Latino. And it's like, uh, no, this dude is a whole white dude. So, it's like, uh, well, 
there we go. And, you know, Rocky kind of looked a little similar, just a little bit. So it's like, yeah, kind of knew where that was going. But the only difference was literally just um, they just swapped yellow and black. So it was just like, okay, we can't have the black the black guy be the, be the black ranger anymore. But let's make a black girl be the yellow ranger. Which I'm like, yes. I mean, absolutely. Which I ain't gonna hold you. I, I feel like all yellow rangers should be black women. But that's just me. That's just me. But whatever. Whatever. That's just how I would cast things. But Moving right along. Fact nine. Maurice was a gifted musician and singer. He was also an athlete and had been a top-rated national high school pole vaulter. He had competed internationally for the 18 and under and competed in the Junior Olympics. Holy shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fact 10. This was well. They, there's a picture of him flexing, and oh, Lord, um, he, this was a picture of Maurice that his dad took that captured the interest of ESPN producer Luzwick of American Sports Network that started his career. Wow, that man know he had a body on him, Jesus. Fact, <laughs> fact eleven. Maurice was co-hosting several ESPN TV shows when he was discovered while filming on the beach by Riley Forbes. The, ES- the ESPN shows were American Muscle and Body Beach Tour. Also, Maurice had his own script, was, it, was his own script writer for Body Beach Tour. And yeah. So yeah, that is um, that is the story of Maurice Mendoza, aka Richie. Could have had something. We could have had something. Could have had something. But Saban said otherwise, right? Um. So yeah, like, what do you guys think overall? Like, you know, like, what do you guys think? It would have. It really would have been interesting to see um, them get more to do. Um, uh, Curtis and Richie, I. I don't like that. Um, I never. I always felt like the their story wasn't finished. Like even as a kid, it's like they just disappeared. And anytime I will watch back episodes of that they were in, I would be like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what they were going to do if, um, you know, their their connections to the show didn't leave. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because, like, it's one of those things where it's like you wish that they would have gotten more to do or they would have gotten something to do um, or at least a proper write-off, you know, a proper send-off. Because, honestly, like, that's... With people like that, and, of course, like, when someone walks off set, like, that's always, you know, (laughs) hard to try to, like, figure out. It's like, oh, crap, like, what do we do? Kind of a situation. Um, when they're just like, okay, look, we're done. We're not coming back anymore. Um, you know, so we're not even going to try to have you write us out. Um, but also, at the same time, it's like, just judging what happened, what happened back in the day with the show and why what happened happened 
it's it's unfortunate because the thing is it's like y'all really just y'all screwed this cast over big time like y'all really did like y'all screwed the y'all y'all screwed the shit out of them like it's so sad what they did to these Mm -hmm. actors and it's just like damn like and i know their contracts were just basically like you basically an at an at will worker basically you're you're at will where they're like you know if you're here you're here but if we don't need you we don't need you Mm -hmm. you know um and that is really fucked up especially if since they signed off like everything so they don't even get residuals they don't get anything um just their paychecks and they get to go home and that's it um then their paycheck wasn't even that high exactly exactly dumb Dumb. like i mean i make more than what apparently they were making i know i mean that's why the original original (laughs) yellow was like peace out and i don't blame her i do not blame her she knew what she was worth and she collected her coins and she left. And that's yeah, the, and that's always something that to 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 exactly that, Lena. I I always hate when people try to dog Audrey for that. For yes. being like, you know, no, I'm not doing it. Because I mean, she read the contract. Yeah, she read the you know what? It's not her fault she read the contract. It's your fault for not reading the contract. At the end of the day, she was smart, she protected herself, and that's what counts. And for me, I will always stand by somebody's choice to make a choice that was best for them. And that was best for her. Mm-hmm. And she was smart. She read the contract and she went, you know what? F you. You're not screwing me over. F you. I'm not working like, what? Like 30 hours a day for nothing? No, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. They weren't getting food. They weren't getting a, a place to stay. No. She knew her worth and she left. Exactly. And I mean, a lot of them were all, and the thing is, it took for her being like a, the thing was like, she wasn't really, you know, according to her, she wasn't really trying to, you know, be like, um, she wasn't really trying to be out there like, oh, this is my big break into you know into hollywood and i'm gonna be an actor and all of that she wasn't doing that and i think that that was that was that was easy it was an easy decision not not really an easy decision but more of a like a more um a smart decision for her well smart but also more more, (laughs) she made a more informed decision that that's the word i was looking for it's it's more informed because she didn't have her emotions tied to it where then a lot of them did because yeah. for a lot of them it was like this is my big break like this is the big break that i need to become like an actor actor Wait, what? you know mm-hmm. and to get that was seen. all of their first all of their first acting gig right. mm-hmm. but here's the so, crazy thing it yeah. wasn't all the it wasn't an actual big break for all of them like no tino i mean they didn't know they didn't know you know like that's if you're a young actor and you get the opportunity to be a series regular on a new show, like, of course you're going to take it. And then when it blew up the way that it did. So I, you know, like who, like it's really uncertain. You never know, like in, in that world, like what's going to work and what's not. Cause 
you know, like it could, like there have been some of them. Um, it had, it wasn't a lot of them from that original series that were able to, you know, work afterwards. So, and then of course, since then, we've had people from subsequent seasons that have been able to like be working out here, like like Brandon J from the Disney era from SPD. Like he's been able to work consistently since yeah. even before, even before, like even before. Count. He doesn't count because he always had gigs before. Power Rangers, I was surprised he even chose Power Rangers. I mean, good for him, but to be completely frank, he was a regular on a lot of different stuff. Like he like way before Power Rangers was even a thing for him. So mm. well, also too, it was well, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I can mm. see I can see that line of thinking, but also let's be clear. Like there was a period of time where Power Ranger was sad. So mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. he was still a SAG worker, you know, getting SAG dues right, and all of that. Point, point, point. Yeah. So, you know, Power Rangers did go through a period where they flip-flopped from being SAG and not being SAG, to being SAG and not being SAG. So for him, he was I, he was one of the people who just got on and was like, yeah, I'm SAG. Ooh, great. Right. You know? Right. Um, but like for many of the lucky. other ones... He got lucky. He still maintained his, you know... His regular yeah. stuff, right? But that's what I mean. Like for him, it didn't make a difference. Um, but like for me, he doesn't count because he already knew the ins and outs when he accepted mm-hmm. the job, right? So it wasn't like he walked in there like the original cast, not really knowing what was gonna happen to them, whether or not they're gonna get any jobs after, or is this gonna make or break them, you know? Where for him, he was like, I'll come, I'll do my thing. But at the end of the day, I'm still very established, even way before that, you know. So right. I saw it, like yeah. It, yeah. You know, yeah, like it wasn't a it wasn't a first, yeah, like it wasn't a first job for him. Whereas like a lot of the other ones, and I mean to let's just be let's just be 100 about the whole situation. Power Rangers honestly really is the entry gateway for a lot of young actors. And right. unfortunately, because Power Rangers has such a bad rap, especially after the fact, like after uh <clears throat> Mighty Morphin, it's like you know, you be on Power Rangers, nobody's going to really take you that seriously. And that's why, you know, as we've heard and as we've learned, you know, Emma's, Emma Lahana's uh, representation told her, like, don't use Power Rangers on your actual, (laughs) on your, on your resume, you know, because A, it's been so long ago. And secondly, like, no one really gives a shit. Like, no one cares about Power Rangers. And again, she was also like a regular on a different TV series before she got Power Rangers. So right, you know, so it's like for her, you know, it, it just all be, it's it's really all based on just like it. Honestly, it really is the luck of the draw because like you have actors out here who's been on Power Rangers but still have to pound the pavement really hard to get things. Like shoot. Nakia is hard as as hard working as she is. Like, mm-hmm. sis is always auditioned. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, every time you turn around, if you follow her, like she always talking about how much she's auditioned. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you know these actors are out here. They just get they you know they they were on Power Rangers and boom, automatically they're they're celebrities and they're you know they're going to be in shows and they're going to be in movies and all this. That's not how this works. And, you know, there's so many actors in this franchise that literally Power Rangers was their first thing 
And then as soon as they were done, that's it. Like they literally came in with the idea of, oh, I'm going to be an actor. And then whatever happened, whether life happened or whether, you know, Power Rangers just over, just cast the shadow over them and now they can't get any, <laughs> any work, you know, or, or whatever have you. Just, just, you know, that's just the luck of the draw. Like they weren't able to actually do the thing that they really actually set out to do. And they ended up pivoting and doing other things. Um, you know, and I do kind of feel like in a way, if Power Rangers had been a huge franchise, like a huge thing, you know, that was like, oh my God, like this thing is known as like a, like a Marvel show or, you know, something like that. If, Cause it, I've always said it, it has the, it had the makings of being it. Saban didn't do nothing with it. And that's why it crumbled. But if it, if we got to that point where the show was on that level, you damn right. Like we would have had, so we would have had pretty much every actor that came out of that show would have been doing something else. That's just the way it is. Like if it's a show that everybody loves and everybody likes, of course these actors would be out here like, yeah, I'm in other stuff. Oh, I have a new movie. Oh, I'm in a brand new show. Like, you know, it, it would have happened. And unfortunately, like, I just, it's just, uh, it's just the unfortunate reality that that's just, that's just not what happened with a lot of these actors. And you do have some standouts like Keith Robinson and, you know, and Brandon J and Anna Hutchinson and all of them, like, who have these great careers yeah after the after the franchise but and i found that the ones that had a great career most of them not all i'm not saying all had already had their career established like yeah and a Hussingen and like you know brandon j mclaren or even uh rose mcliver like they they most of them who had their career afterwards were the people that literally established themselves well before that and yeah you know, like, and, and you know what? It's good for them. Like, they were smart. They didn't just put all their eggs um, in one basket kind of thing, right? And hope for the best. Or they already did it when they were childhood. Like, Rosa Claver was on freaking Xena as a little child. Like, you know. Right. So, yeah. So it's not always the case. And, and obviously for some people, they, they did well. Like, Amy Jo Johnson, she did really well after Power Rangers. She, her, mm-hmm. her career took off. She was, like, literally the 90s sweetheart. America's 90s sweetheart for literally everybody for the longest time. By not by <laughs> straight or not straight, like she was everyone's sweetheart. And I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. Speaking of Amy Joe, like let's be very clear. Amy Joe Johnson, like we might as well say, like Buffy as we know it was Amy Joe. Like yes, yes. Buffy really was Amy Joe. Like she was literally Kimberly. I literally so, thought that. I always uh, thought, why didn't they pick her? Why didn't she even audition? Like I don't even know. But obviously, as a child, I didn't know you had to audition for these things. So in my mind, I used to think, why can't that be Amy Joe or like Kimberly at the time as I knew her? You know, little me. Wow, I never even thought of that before. Little me. I mean, if you think me. about it, because I mean the the um 
the uh um the, the high stunt coordinator high school coordinator and her stunt double all work right her right, stunt double right, was right. literally the pink ranger right so it's like i'm following her too she's so cool Sophia Crawford is amazing. Like, she's so awesome. Like, it's just like, come on. Like, I, I don't care what anyone says. Buffy, the the that version of Buffy, not the 1988 version, not not Quinn, not Kristen Swanson, not her. But <laughs> the Sarah Michelle Geller version of Buffy. Yep. I don't care yep. what anybody says was based Stop. off of Kimberly. That it was, it was Kimberly. You. Basically, everything about her look, girling, oh my God, I all I thought was Kimberly. I was yeah. just that it wasn't Kimberly. That's all. Even the hair, like even yes. down to the hair, like yeah. the outfits, everything. The outfits, everything. everything. Like it was it was giving Kimberly. Even the way she talked. Yeah. Like I'm just like, oh my God, like this is so Kimberly. I love it. I love it. Love it. So yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, my thing is, and my hope, especially with this podcast as well, is literally just to like, just to give like as much shine and to like let the people know, like, hey, this is, these are these people, like, this is what they do, this is who they are. And to have people actually like follow them and to promote their stuff. Because the thing is at the end of the day, like these actors, of course, like a lot of them, like I said, a lot of them are, this is their first, either their first show or they don't really have that many credits under their belt. So this is like their first thing. And it's like, after this, it's like, okay, what are they doing now? And a lot of fans don't know what they're doing. So it's like, this is the perfect chance to be like, hey, this is what they're doing. Go support, kind of a thing. Um, and you and 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 it also like to me, honestly, you never know if these actors are really honestly like on the edge of just being like, I don't want to do this anymore, or you know, or anything. And it's like maybe even, and I'm not saying that we're doing this, but with enough support, you might even actually convince them, you know, or, you know, help them to make decisions or, or with their acting or whatever. Because they might be like, this maybe ain't for me, you know, and with enough support, be like, all right, bet, you know, I mean, that's just me thinking, you know, just me thinking outside, outside the box and outside and my head. What? But You're absolutely right to see the support and love from their fans. Like, why the heck not? You know? Yeah. And I know, like, okay, perfect example, Brandon J. McLaren. He sees when we promote him. He sees when we um, comment at him, when we, like, make a post. Like, a lot of the times, he'll actually, like, comment right back. And yeah. for me, that's, like, huge because he is very well-established. Yeah. He's very well-established. Like, I don't care what anyone says. For me, out of everyone that we, like, may not everyone, but for somebody as established as he is, to actually take the time out of his day to be like, oh, hey, what's up cool thanks for promoting me but that's what's up you know like that's everything that is literally everything for us seriously seriously and that that's me that is how I feel about it too it's just like I thoroughly thoroughly 
want to, you know, be as supportive as we can, not just for the for the retweets and for the reshares and likes, but no, just to, no. just to be even be like, hey, like you were somebody that I watched and really liked as a kid yeah. or even as a young adult, as a young adult. And I really want to see you. I want to see you shine. I want to see you successful. Exactly. I want to see you thrive. Mm -hmm. I want to see you continue to be the great role model that you are. I want, you know, we want to see you on top. Like, you know, like we were here for the other stuff, but now we want to be here for the rest of your career. Exactly. We want to see it all. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That is 100% where I am as well. Um. So yeah, anyone has anything they want to add before we go to the final segment? No. Okay, well, speaking of uh, young actors, so we will be talking about episodes seven, excuse me, six and and seven seven of Power Rangers (laughs) Dino Fury. Yeah. Now, so six, episode six is jam session. Javi notices a powerful dino key on a band leader's necklace. The Rangers power up to face off against Boy Knight's nasty new gizmo. Now, what we're gonna do is because, of course, like we don't want to, we don't want to keep y'all for too long. So we're just gonna basically just do an overview of Lies. these episodes. We've already kept you for so long. <laughs> I mean, listen, listen, but I mean, we don't want to, we don't want to be like other podcasts where they be like, they be keeping you for three and four hours. We don't want to do that, right? But you know what? In all fairness, though, we keep it mosey on over. Some podcasts, it's about like a four hours of the same thing. Just saying. Listen, right. But you know, we don't, we also realize other people want to, you know, yes, it was shade, but we don't, (laughs) but we don't want to. You know, we don't want to keep the people, you know, so because, uh, yeah, we just, we just don't want to keep the people for too long. So, you know, we'll just we'll just go through and just talk about little key things in the episode and, you know, kind of, you know, talk about what we like, what we don't like. And yeah. Okay. Now, for this particular episode, right. I'm not even gonna hold you. Okay. Out of these two episodes, I would probably say Jam Session is my favorite. Oh, by the way, New Leaf. Santora convinces Boy Knight and Wicked Squash Blight to contaminate the city's water supply and turn all the residents into trees. Now, back to what I was saying. Out of all of these, out of both of these episodes, for me, I like Jam Session more. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Jam Session so much more because Javi finally said, fuck you, dad. Yeah. Yes. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I got emotionals with both episodes. I was like, man, I don't know. I personally really like both episodes overall. Like this season overall has been really, really good. Yes, it has. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was. I I don't know. It was very good for both of them. Like I definitely felt some sort of ways, and I'm glad he was like, "Fuck you, Dad. You're a hypocrite." Thanks. You are the hypocrite. When he called him a hypocrite, I was like, "Oh!" 
mm-hmm. Harvey. Mm-hmm. I was like, you better. I was like, finally, like the whole time. Finally. Like, you know, me, 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 me. And then more me, 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 me. I'm like, you know what? Shut up. I'm sorry. Shut up. You need to like, this show's not even about you. Shut up. <laughs> My thing is what really just got to me was the fact that like literally in the, at the very beginning of the episode, he is like chewing out. I mean, chewing Javi out. Like, look at you. Yeah, 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 playing your guitar. What is it? Yeah, this what is a fifth instrument? Your fifth like, instrument. I'm like, if you don't leave this boy alone, like he is not doing anything but just playing his instrument at work, and you come over here, who's starting he, with he, you? He, yo, he, how are you going to come to his place of work and bother him? Exactly, like you come to this man's job to like to bitch, and it's like for real. My guy, like for real, talking about something you left it. If if you if you had if your hair what head wasn't in the cloud so much, you would have realized that you forgot your suit. And it's like, my guy, Yo, all you for- had to do was just tell him he forgot his suit. Like you didn't. When he said that, I was thinking to myself, maybe he didn't forget his suit, and he just doesn't want to come. And he does right. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, because you're an asshole. Because you know why he cannot wear his leather jacket. Please, like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go where I can wear my leather jacket. (laughs) Okay. Listen, like that, I was like, are you for real? Like, you come to this man's job to bitch at him? Like, I want you to know, like, how he is grown. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I can see if Poppy is like a teenager. And even then, I would still be heavily against it. But this is a grown man. Like, he is in his early 20s. Like, why are you talking to him like he's 12? Like, oh, my God. Like, what is wrong with you? talking to a 12-year-old like that because that's crushing dreams. Seriously. Like, dude, like, he is just, he is just so freaking OD for no reason. And it's like, my guy, chill, chill out, dude. Like... The way he just came in there and was just like all of that dude's ass was just like ridiculous. Um, one of the things that I really found very interesting is that the band is called Screaming Zombies. Yeah. And the leader of the band, Blair, is a very familiar character. <laughs> so that guy who played Blair actually also played Julian in Power Rangers Dino Charge, the episode Royal Rangers. So the actor has been on Power Rangers before. So I'm like, oh, we just didn't recognize him without the colored hair and the eye and the eyeshadow. Got it. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't peep that at all. I I instantly thought 2006 emo when I saw. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. For me, it was very uh, P Wee or P something from um, what's that band called? Frick. He dated Ashley Simpson. P Weenie? No. P Weenies. I'm gonna have to look this up. (laughs) (laughs) He he was in a band. He was in like I know Ryan Cabrera was with Ashley Simpson. No, but he was, was a solo artist. But it was like after Ryan Cabrera, like after. Oh, of course she was. She was married to Pete. This I guy. had no idea. Pete yeah. went. 
That's how you say his name. I'm like, okay, how do I say his name? Oh, wait. Oh my God. I know who that is. I think I know Fall who that boy. is. Fallout Boy. Yeah, Fallout Boy. Oh, I remember him. Yes. Yes. This guy, she was she was married to him for like a year or so. Wow. Okay, for, for like two. three years. Or for three. Years. For three. Wow. Yeah, three years. Yeah, that yeah, guy. That's not like he were, he was giving me very Fallout Boy Pete West. Was that how you say his name? Yeah, Wits. 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 Yeah, that, that's the guy I was trying to say. That was the guy I, can I, was trying to say. That. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, that definitely. That was interesting because they they do a good job with Dino Fury of, of keeping things current. But this was like, he was dated. Yeah, like that dude, Blair, is like, wow. I was like, okay, all right, Blair. And like the way he was like, talking to his band members i was like first of all you talk to me like that especially if i colored my hair and i went through all that time coloring my hair and getting my hair to stand up like that and you try to talk about my shit i might have to slap you like we it, oh. it might be some will smith chris rock shit like know. i'm gonna slap the shit out of you <laughs> i was thinking that i'm like did he really just be like attacking him like that I'm sorry, if that was me, I would have purposely turned my head so hard so that my hair would slap him in the face. Seriously. Like, you wilding. Like, wow, dude. But, like, he really was on one. Um, You know, and, of course, we see, you know, him talking about the little dino key or whatever. Uh, Javi notices it immediately and is like, oh, you mm-hmm. wearing a dino key. Like, what's T? Like, where did you get that from? Well, and You know what's really weird, though? I'm sorry. But why did he think that was a great, like, it looked like a toy, okay? Obviously, it looks like a toy! Right, so it's like, I mean, he, he thought it was cool looking. But you wear that around your neck? Like, it's just so weird. It looks stupid. I mean, people wear weird stuff and dumb looking stuff all the time. Okay, well, I mean, this, yes. this is off the space for you, okay? <laughs> it looks it looked bad, okay? I, I don't care. It just did not. I mean, look at him. He looked bad. <laughs> he did. But what I'm trying to get at is like, he's kind of looked look like all badass, right? Like all like, I'm emo and like, Look at me, I'm so great. And he wears a toy around his neck? Come on. <sighs> Come on. I mean... I was, I was I was expecting like a skull or maybe like a, a dark tooth or something, you know? And it, uh, it, it went with nothing. It went with me. nothing he was wearing. Nothing. I'm like, at least if he had on like some sort of like night looking necklace or like a sword necklace. Yeah. Or it, something. It, it, it went with nothing. nothing. Exactly. That's what threw me off. I'm like, nothing. the only thing it matched was his hair. And that was literally it. Literally it. Literally it. I'm like, okay. All right. Good for you, I guess. Like, okay, dude. Uh, <laughs> but so another thing that really got me was. Santora. Mm-hmm. Santora is like she wants to smoke with the people. Black girl. Mm-mm-mm. I'm sorry, she could have came up with a better name. Void Queen. 
I mean, <laughs> listen. Like, I, I don't like. Yeah, it is a dumb. But <laughs> why does she want to look like that? Why does every like female villain monster want to look so hideous? I mean, that's what the the stuff turned her into. They turned into a monster. So hideous. It, it she turned. Yeah, she turned herself into that. This this whole thing is is really interesting because um, we find out a lot about void knight and his motivations and he doesn't Mm -hmm. even want to um he doesn't even want to attack earth or anything he's been doing everything he's been doing to resuscitate his wife and now that he has her back he just wants to leave earth he wants to grab his shit and leave Mm -hmm. she wants revenge this is like i want all the smoke with everybody so (laughs) what i want to know is what do the humans do to her like, tell me already. What's the tea? Like, stop girl. being like, we want to make these humans suffer. Like, girl, you didn't even know you were on Earth. She really didn't. She had no idea what she was. <laughs> like, like, and it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> didn't now you know that you know you're still here, you want to make the humans suffer. It's like, girl, you didn't even know you were here. Exactly. Like, chill out. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm like, girl. Like, come on. At least tell me what's happening. But if you're not going to tell me, stick your ass down because you didn't even know where the heck you were when you woke up, okay? Girl, I was like, nah, Santora, girl. Like, don't do this. And it was funny because, like, she basically, like, first of all, boy daddy, he took the helmet <laughs> off. And was like, you know, he was talking to her and letting her know, like, you know, yeah, like, this this, this, like, you know, like, I'm just trying to make sure that they, you know, that they respect me and all this shit. And she's sitting there looking at him like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, everything he was telling her, it was like, it was going in one ear and out the other. And I'm like, oh, this actress, though. She is, I think that when um <laughs> when they were filming this, uh, the director told her and was told her what it was like, all right, sis. So what I want you to do is I just want you to sit there and just act like you heard it all before. And he came in, like came in the house like he was cheating. And you called him cheating. And he's trying to explain everything. And you just sitting there like, okay, yeah, whatever. You're gonna do it again. I don't care anymore. Like, I mean, it's literally that was literally how she was playing it. Like, she was literally playing it like, I've heard it all before. Like, I don't really give a shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. I already know I want to kill these people. So, (laughs) like, you're sitting here telling me what your plans are. I don't give a shit. Like, I want to kill humans. So, whatever. But I just thought that was so funny. And she had on a whole outfit with the hair laid to the, with the little party city wig laid to the side, like waiting <laughs> on her man to get home. And he is just like, <laughs> I ain't trying to hurt nobody. And she's just like, all right, I what guess. I, what I also want to know too is like, how did he even introduce her to like the rest of the crew? Because remember she, he was like, oh, you can't come out like that. They won't respect you blah 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 we need to protect who we are and then five seconds later everyone's chill with her i'm like how how wait what there was no question like there's kind of like okay sure well that was after she became a monster right but yeah like if they saw her in her human form they probably would have been like yeah what is this human doing here i know but still it would have been nice to see the uh the interaction of it all 
I know. I'm just yeah, like, like if somebody was like, "Oh, who is this? Like, right? What's going on here?" Like, is that what you were doing? Because like he was all secretive about it, right? So I was. I'm not gonna lie. I felt ripped off with that scene. I felt that they should include something like that where they're like, "This is how we're gonna introduce her to the rest of the crew." Because the other thing, my thing is, it's like, okay, well, how are they gonna take her seriously, and how do they know she's even in charge? Yeah, because like she literally just came out of nowhere and exactly. just started just running shit and everybody right. just fell in line. So right. nobody ain't asked no questions. I would have loved to have seen her like yeah. when she did that levitation thing with the box. Yeah. Like her actually levitate one of the villains and was like, right. all right, bitch. Exactly. A new a new queen is in town. Like, right. Now sit it's your right. ass down Something. and get in line. Yes. Something. 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 But no, it was just like, oh, suddenly she's in charge. And I'm like, okay. But we know uh, what Slider or and what the other guys are like. They don't. They don't seem like the type of people that would just take shit from anybody. And it doesn't matter who she is, like whether or not she's a girl or not. It's just like I just felt like she was new. There was no introduction. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the only time that we actually got to see her power and to get her see her actually do anything was when she shot um, Boyd Zaddy, and everybody was like, "Oh, oh no!" Like you know. So that was kind of, I guess, like the fear that got like thrown thrown out there that kind of like whipped her into shape. But it's like, you didn't do nothing to them. She just shot him. It's just like, I, I guess. But, um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like that whole Santora thing, I was like, that was very interesting. I was like, wow. So Santora woke up ready to, ready to give the smoke to the humans. It's like, all right. So now we're... <laughs> Now we're here because, you know, all before we thought that Boyd Zaddy was out here trying to kill the people, but in actuality, he's not. So yeah. it wasn't a whole mustache twirling, I'm going to take over the world situation with him. Like, he just wanted to awaken his wife. That's it. So, and his wife is the one who was like, mustache twirling, I want to take over the world. So it's like, hmm, this is a very interesting dynamic, Power Rangers. Hmm, subverting expectations. We like it. Um, one of the other things that I really liked about this episode, well, one of the things I noticed, I don't know if y'all noticed this or not, but y'all remember, y'all, y'all remember the scene where the Green Ranger and the Red Ranger and Javi went to go meet Blair mm-hmm. and talk to him about the Dino Key? At the very beginning of that scene, he is pouring syrup on the pancakes, but in actuality, he is not pouring anything. There is no syrup on those pancakes. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, why does it look so dry still? Literally, like when he's pouring, like he's pouring, like he had the bottle, there was literally nothing coming out of it. Like the bottle was closed. Mm. I'm like, wow, so he's pantomiming? Got it. Awesome. That's great. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was funny but um and also in that same scene there was a uh, there was some continuity some 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 bad continuity some bad writing there I was like uh oh uh oh uh oh Power Rangers hold, hold on hold on so mucus was you know eavesdropping and she mentions that she could lip read and that's how she was able to understand what was going on. How can you lip read somebody where you can't see their face? I was thinking the exact same thing. Cause I was like, she was behind us. I wasn't them. thinking that at all. Interesting. And on top of that, the dude was facing, like his back was facing her. 
Exactly. And Javi mentioned nothing about the Zord being in, being where it was. He didn't mention anything about, he didn't even say anything about a Zord. Zeta was the only one that actually mentioned anything about the Zord. He was the only one. So it's like, how could you say that you heard this and you got that information from them when literally, like, you couldn't read their lips and you couldn't hear them? So how did you, how did you get that information? And I was like, mm, all right, Dino Fury. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll, you know, this is a little blunder, but um, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take it because it's Power Rangers. I'll, I'll, I'll accept this whole little thing. They had the little fights and the fights and whatnot and all that. Um, they were fighting. Of course, Doom Snake popped up again. I don't know how many times they're going to use Doom Snake. Uh, <laughs> Like what is this? This is their third time using Doom Snake now. Like third or fourth time? I don't. I don't even know anymore. I'm like, uh, I don't know how many times they're gonna use Doom Snake. But um, but yeah. So Doom Snake is is back, and once again he dies again. Um, one thing about this episode though that I did that I found kind of funny before we got to the hobby part where he like basically you know just like tells off his dad. Um, one of the things that I thoroughly enjoyed was Izzy kind of rat, ratting out Javi. I felt like she kind of outed him in a way. And I, I found it funny. It was like she outed him, even though she's like the LGBTQ character, but she, she actually outed him. Because she was watching his performance at his at her dad's ceremony, and that's what ended up getting him caught up. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that. Like, I'm like, wow, really? I'm like, not, like, outed him is his own sister by mistake. His own sister outed him, and it's like, and like, I wanted to. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I wanted to kill Izzy. I wanted to kill her because I'm like, girl, girl, why would you watch? your brother perform that close to your dad like that close it's like oh but then i'm like okay yeah i have to also remember she's a teenager so she's not something something i liked was the fact that they showed her live streaming kind of keeping along with the the modern the modern yeah thing. yeah and you can tell like Aaron. Watching that scene and watching um, Carlos, uh, Park Dad, um, get as angry as he did, and even his wife being like, "All right, yo, like chill out," you know, like, like even she was just kind of like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on," before you, you know, like she was trying to, like, kind of like trying to stop him, and he just storms off, and I'm like. That just right there to me lets me know that nobody likes what he's doing to that to Hobby. Like nobody likes what he's doing to that boy. Like at all. You know? And it's just like, dude, like it, it just solidifies it. It's like you're doing the fucking most for no reason to this boy. Like you're doing all of this for what? Like, come on. Um and yeah, it just, it really sucked that like he went running to the boy's job just to like chew him out. And then basically Javi is just like, you never support me at all, motherfucker. 
Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? You hypocrite? And then he's sitting there looking dumb. I'm yeah, like, hey, well. I, I really, really appreciated that moment because he's been yeah. taking a lot of stuff from his father for a while. So um, I thought that that was kind of a good lesson you know even your parents can be wrong sometimes and sometimes you have to stand up for yourself yeah absolutely and I mean like to be honest just thinking about where that came from and how long Javi probably was enduring that you know you know Javi was probably dealing with this all his life or if not a better part of his life, like uh, a good chunk of his life, he just dealt with ridicule from his father. And for him to finally blow up on him after all these years is like, oh, oh, you know, like, you know, it, it was it was much needed. And, you know, I do like, how even though it was a little kind of cheesy but still kind of well played um how they brought um jane over with the tablet and was like hey uh, i know he didn't come to your ceremony but uh this is why he was doing it and also the boy is mad talented so just saying um, like that was a good use of jane I it really, really was. It really was. It was a great usage of her. I was like, wow. And then, like, um, I love the part where um, Javi uses the uh, Paco, the Paco armor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and he, he frees the, uh, the Zord. And then he's like, what else can I smash? And I'm like, me? <laughs> oh, my God. No. Of course you would say that. Of course you would say that. Uh, I'm like, ooh. I'm like, you know what, Javi? Like, come over here. It's me. Come over here. I'm like, it is me. It is me. I'm with you there. You can come smash me, honey. I love it. But yes, honey. And then, of course, he beats Doomsnake, beats the shit out of him as Perush. And uh, yeah, like that was the end of that. Um, anything specific that you guys wanted? To- oh, yeah. And then also Centaur becomes um, Boy Queen, but we already talked about that. When Javi told um, the douchebag lead singer guy about the uh, the dino key being something that the Rangers wanted or um i instantly thought like why don't you just morph and say hey give me that well i mean <laughs> which which in a sense they did do yeah later like they on, but then, did yeah, then they made it. a whole de- they made a deal but yeah that was wanted, pretty cool that they, they didn't end up doing yeah that. i was but, like because like he wanted proof that like that it did indeed belong to the rangers right instead of him being like oh we're gonna take this from you you know so I don't know. I just I like how they well, not, you know what? Not so much. Not so much. Just like snatch it from them, but like exactly. you know, they just work and say like, un- yeah, they could have. But I would just say like, hey, um, you know, we need this. 
Yeah, but I don't think he cared though. He had that like I did not care attitude. Clearly, he didn't care. Yeah. So like, and, you know, he did explain like the Rangers might need it. He like I felt like Javi did what he needed to do, and the guy was just like, I don't give a fuck. Not my problem. I basically found it. it's mine, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of glad that like he he when he did come back, he was like, hey, well, let me let me like come back with like further proof that like this is important to the Rangers, right? And when uh-huh. he did, he did that. And even then, he was still like, okay, cool. I don't care. So I was like, okay. At that point, I really want to slap him. But no, for real. Right? But I am glad that in the end, he gave it up. But it's just like, why did it have to take a whole ass performance? Obviously, we get why the performance needs to happen. You know, like, we know why certain things had to happen in order for them to play out the episode. But, like, if, you know, if we didn't need that scene for Javi to, you know, progress in his episode... I would have like I would have been like really you're gonna let innocent people die, all because you want to wear a dumbass necklace. Get out of here. And the thing is, what really honestly, it's weird because, and it also plays with the dynamic of this world, in a sense. Because honestly, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like the world and how they're creating it, it's weird because I don't like that they how can i put it i don't like that the the world it it almost kind of distorts the world that they already created because we already Mm kind of know that everybody in this world knows that power rangers exist they know about the zords they know about all this stuff so if no i'm talking about in this specific in this specific world oh this one in dino fury like they know that this shit exists you know, I mean, we even heard on, on episodes before, um, you know, a couple episodes ago where they were like, um, we can't have this track and field event because a monster basically destroyed the arena. So, you know, track and field will be canceled today. Like that kind of thing. Like we know this world exists. Like we know that they, that the people know that this stuff exists in this world. So for me, when you have characters like Blair, who does and says certain things like that, to me, automatically, it makes me feel the way. It makes me feel like, A, you're a douche nozzle. Because for one, like, you're a whole asshole because you know that the Rangers, like, the Rangers are actually, like, guardians of the city. Like, they protect the city. Like, they protect your ass from making sure that you don't get hurt. And you have something of theirs and the first thing you do is say, oh, well, I'm going to hold it for ransom and basically be like, uh, you're not going to get it back until I'm until I'm done with it. It's like, the fuck? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, like, there is something, obviously, something very wrong with you. If you're literally going to be like, well, my, my live stream performance is so much is much more important than these power rangers and their key. So whatever. Like, you are a special type of asshole. Like, seriously, like, something is seriously wrong with you. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, it's just something about that, the way that that was written. And, and then I guess, like, what they were trying to do with Blair in terms of, like, trying to make his character seem um, more, um, I guess, more like, more of an asshole. Um... It was something about that that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, I know he's an asshole, but damn, like he's willing to like 
let people get hurt. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're you're a special type of asshole. Like, you're you're something else. Um. So yeah, I was definitely kind of side eyeing that part for sure. I'd, uh, I'd like this. Uh, interestingly enough, I like this. Uh, this Zord, this new Zord, the free, the Terra free Zord. That's kind of cool. And the freeze key. That's pretty cool. Th- these fight scenes we've already talked about. These fight scenes are really stepped up. These are really, oh yeah, really fun to watch. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I'm not even gonna hold you. Like the puns with Zato and his um in his armor. They had I, I laughed. I'm not gonna lie. I laughed. He's like, I'm really fly. I'm like, oh my god, Zato, you just sound so lame. I love it. And I wonder why they didn't like since this was like a hobby focus. I wonder why he didn't get to wear that armor. Good point. Well, I mean, he freed the Zord, but yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, he didn't yeah. get the. He could have. He could have freed it and got to wear the armor. This is true. This is true. It I looks, guess they oh, wanted and to. Looks... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say it looks cool too, like that power up. Um, it looks like it's a cape and then it turns into wings. That was really cool. It would have looked really cool, black and blue, since it's blue. That looks it really, really cool. It really would have, but I like more than likely what they probably did was they um they wanted they wanted um they they wanted to keep up with the Sentai footage because that is a uh, episode where the Red Ranger and Reed Soldier did get to wear it. Like he got mm-hmm. to wear it first. So they wanted to probably just go ahead and keep it, you know, keep it in a, aligned with the footage so they don't have to refilm a whole a whole fight scene. Um, so that's probably why. Because that actually, that episode um, that um, that is linked with the um, Terra Free Zord, that episode in Real Soldier is a Real Soul Red episode. Mm. So yeah, that's why he got to wear the armor. But they turned it into a hobby episode. So I was like, oh, cool. And then of course it was Hobby who landed the um uh, the final the final punch or the final defeat of the um of Doomsnake. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, Hobby still got to do do some cool shit. Like, because I ain't gonna hold you. That little part where he uppercuts him and then like knocks him back down. I was like. Okay, Power Rangers, I see you. I see you. That was cute. That was real cute. And plus, I like I like the pack of armor on anybody. Like the pack of armor just looks good on any ranger. Because that um army green and orange. Ugh, God, that armor is just so beautiful. I love it. It's my favorite out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so on this one, right. Santor, of course, at the at the end of this previous episode, um, you know, she turned into Void Queen, and you know, she's like, "Yes, I am here, and I am I am here to stay, honey, and I am here to kill some humans." <laughs> so, child, she's talking to Void Zaddy. And she basically is like, why can't I, why can't I go out and wreak havoc? And he's like, look, I'm not trying to hurt nobody. I'm just trying, I just wanted to get the sporks so I can get you healed up and, and wake you up 
And then we can go ahead and bounce, blow this popsicle stand. And she is like, and because she didn't already, you know, free the little sporks, it didn't turn into a little monster and all of that, looking like a big ass pumpkin, the, the new and improved pumpkin rapper. He come <laughs> out looking crazy. And she is like, yeah, go ahead and fuck some humans up. And he's like, no, 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 no. What you doing? 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 And she's like, listen, yeah. Now, if you love me, you'll go ahead and do what you got to do to make these humans suffer. Child, she started using girl manipulating that that boy coochie on him. That's what she did. That's exactly what uh, she did. I said, now nah, she manipulating him with her boy Coochie. Oh <laughs> no. Well, you know it's a boy there because it's well, just I mean, ending. I mean, I hey, mean, and that's he why so, he loved her. He's so that's hard why he loved in her. there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wonder if they've done it since she woke up. You know they you know they probably did. You know they probably did. Boy, Zaddy said, "Come here, you are free. Come get this good. Come get this. Um, this boy, Zaddy. Come get it. So <laughs> listen. But I know he ain't fucking with what she done turned into, though. Even though I ain't gonna hold <laughs> her monster form. I'm gonna tell you right now, her monster form, her titties are sitting, honey." <laughs> Her titties are <laughs> You can't tell me. I said, uh, wait a minute. They are out, they they are are out, out. and out, honey. I was like, ooh, I need some breast lift too. Give me some of Okay. Oh, Her chest is sitting, honey. Like they are sitting proud. I said, yes, ma'am. You better be perky for the kids. Yes. Yes. I'm here for it. Here for it. <laughs> I'm like, absolutely. Yes, God. But yes, girl. So of course she, of course, he's like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. So this is a Ollie focused episode. I'ma tell you why I don't like this episode. Because <laughs> it's focused on Ollie. Because it's focused on Ollie. <laughs> And also too, and also too, what I what I really didn't like about this episode is the fact that we saw Ali torment the Rangers, is specifically specifically torment Amelia, and for like umpteenth episodes. I mean, he's just been a holy tyrant since day one. Yep. And this professor comes in. Granted, he read him for Phil. But Professor comes in and just shuts him down immediately, and now he just does a complete one eighty. Right, and it's he's never he's never had nobody um nobody get in his ass. No, because he doesn't listen. I hear that. Sorry, no, no. Go go ahead. What were you saying? No, it's just because he doesn't listen to them. Like when Amelia tries to tell him, he doesn't say nothing. And I'm sorry, I have to say this right now. I hated yeah. the ending. This is how they're going to set them up. And I'm so mm-hmm, pissed. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. Ah! Mm-hmm. No! That is why I hated it. That's why I hated it. Because I was like, so you mean to tell me he was being an asshole to her and everybody else since episode one of season one. And now we get here. And now all of a sudden, you're, this is the moment where you just automatically make him do a complete 180. Not even give him a situation 
where it's like, well, he's going to try to work on it. No, like he literally just flip-flop, like just completely just switch, like a light switch. And now like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm Mr. Nice Guy now. Fuck out of here. Like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I am not here for it. Like that made me, I, that made me cringe. I was like, no, no, I don't know. I don't believe this. The only thing that I really actually enjoyed and that I actually was like, hmm, I, I might can rock with this was the fact that the professor had like someone of a higher authority, someone that he had, someone that he actually like listened to and was like his mentor kind of a situation had to basically tell him, dude, you like you're an asshole. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like someone of a higher power of a higher power had to tell him, yo, you're an asshole. Like, you know, you, you you're doing too much. And for him to actually learn from that. But, you know, even then, he still didn't listen, even though somebody even though his own professor told basically told him, like, you ain't shit. Like your own professor basically told you and you still didn't listen and you had to learn. From Solon being turned into a tree. Like, it's just like that whole scene, Which, like this yeah. whole episode just it, it just didn't it didn't work for me. And I and I don't mm-hmm. know whether it was just something that I just wasn't maybe it's because I just don't like Ollie. That and that might be the reason why this episode didn't work. Because I feel like at this point it's too little too late. Like we went through a whole season one and half of season two, and we are just now getting to Ollie being like, "All right, maybe I do need to chill out." Like we should have had this a long time ago. Like we should have mm-hmm. been had this, in my opinion. Like we sh- we shouldn't have had to wait. You know, almost in the middle of season two for us to finally get to Ollie being like, oh yeah, maybe I have been, maybe I have been an asshole. You think? Like, I don't know, like, mm -mm, mm mm-mm, no, no. I understood what they were trying to do with this episode, but I wish that they would have done it, like, maybe towards the end of season one. Like, this would have probably been a much better episode to put in, like, at the end of season one. Like, this probably would have been better. To me. Like, this probably would have been a much better episode. Um, You know, maybe even you could have even, they could have substituted this episode for um, and had it kind of been more so, because Remember the episode when um, the Gold Ranger first showed up? That was an Ollie episode. They could have, like, you know, began his redemption journey there. You know, where, because he definitely fucked up with Javi because he made made Javi lose his job. That could have been, could have been the beginning of his redemption right there. But, you know, and I would have been, I feel like I would have been more sympathetic and more apathetic towards him and being like, okay, yeah, he's he's learning, but he's not quite there yet, but at least he is trying, rather than, oh, yeah, like, 
he's just an asshole and then all of a sudden now he's gonna flip like a light switch in, in a random episode on season two you know i mm-mm. I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling it at all. I, I, I just didn't. I did not like this episode. I, I didn't. I did not like it. That, that's just me. How do y'all feel about it? I know, I know, Lena, you kind of feel the same way. <laughs> like, I, yeah, no, I, I like the way the whole thing was written out. Like, you know what I mean? In terms of, like, right. um, everything about it. So when, when we just say, oh, we liked it, I did like the episode in that aspect. But I hate the mm-hmm. episode because mm-hmm. it was an Ollie focused episode and everything made me cringe. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. It's, oh, and it pisses me off that Amelia just really was just like, yeah, okay. And then the, the hug she gave him at the end, I'm like, girl, stop squeezing him so tightly, okay? What the shit is yeah. <laughs> It's the docile nature for me ah! with Amelia. It, it, it drove me nuts. Because every time, like, he kept saying things or, or like, that first part where he was like, I'm a great listener. And she tried to interject. And he's like, and he's just, like, talking over her. And she's just like, yeah, good conversation. Like, that, I felt, was the only time where I kind of felt like it made sense for her to be docile. But the rest of it, it was just, like, any other time, like, whenever he was trying, whenever he was just being typical Ollie, it was just like she was consistently getting her feelings hurt. And I'm just like, I wish I would stop doing that, especially the women. Right. Stop doing that to women. Please stop. Right? Because y'all make these, these women characters seem so weak in emotion. That, and it's like, no. nobody's going to sit there and take that. No. Especially like at the end of it all. And she was like, all is forgiven. I got you a, a, a jumpsuit so that we can go ghost hunting together. Girl, why are you planning your future with him? Girl. Get, no. <laughs> no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. Yeah, no. I yeah, no. no. I, I I was not a fan of that. I was not a fan. I, no. I was just like, no, I don't I don't like how fast how fast this this happened. Like, like this how, how no. progressive that was. Yeah, like it happened literally in one episode when literally like we since day one, you were like being an asshole. And like now I'm just supposed to just now I I, I get suspending ex, suspending disbelief and subverting expectations and all of that for certain things and allowing certain things to slide, but I'm not letting this slide. I'm not no, no. Like this boy is terrible for a whole season and a half. And now one episode, now you're supposed to expect me to just be like, okay, he's better now. Flip. No, no, nope. Mm-mm. All right, so I I didn't hate this episode. Um, I didn't like it as much as the last one, but I was happy that they finally um, addressed Ollie's issues. I I do kind of wish that they had led up to this better um, and maybe one of the rangers could have said something Amelia I guess in particular um, prior to this or maybe even in this episode um, and just stand up for herself but it was really such a good feeling to see Ollie get chomped and just, just red 
And I, the way that the professor, Professor Floyd read him, I kind of wish uh, Javi would have read his dad in the last episode because he was that, that was, he was too nice, I think, with how he talked to his dad. Maybe it was like a respect thing as my father, but like he really deserved to, to, to get it. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, I, I would say, honestly, the worst thing in this episode for me was the the escaped octopus plot thing (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i Uh, thought that was funny and it didn't go anywhere they just ended it how the hell did the thing drive off in a um in a a whole taxi that killed me i'm not even gonna lie to you it was the thing waving his tentacle like that had me screaming It was stupid, Um, but it was funny because I sat there and hollered. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) y'all can't be serious with this. It was so stupid and just so outlandish that it was funny. I'm like, for me, I don't know. And one of one of my favorite things, of course, was that very brief appearance by Dr. Connor. Of course. I thought that was such a cute moment. Um where she told him that his best friend was coming um, to town. He was like, Mom, you're back in in Pearl Harbor? I thought that was really cute. cute. I'm with you there, Will, but I also thought that was really sad. Not Pearl Harbor. You know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Pearl Harbor? Oh, no, Will. Oh, my God. But uh, to add on to that, that, I thought that was super cute, but then at the same time, like, if your mom is your best friend, nothing wrong with that. That's kind of sad. That means like nobody likes you. Mm-hmm. Well, then there we have it, everybody. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, you know, like, again, there's nothing wrong with being best friends with your mom or your dad or, you know, like people that are near and dear and like guardians to you. But really? No, and really? like you, you hit the nail on the head and I bet you that was intentional. Right? I feel like that was intentional. Because right. literally, like a couple of scenes later, you literally see the professor go, like, that's why nobody wanted to work with you. Right. And then, then of course, the professor was also, quote unquote, his best friend. I'm like, because mm-hmm, they did all their projects together because nobody would work with him. That is just so sad and pathetic. Like, Ollie. I'm like, no, no, no. no. I'm like, dang. Damn, homie. Some of the other stuff I liked, um, of course, uh, Dr. Akana, I think I just mentioned that. Um, the yeah. Sporks Beast turning the humans into trees, I thought that was that was actually a pretty cool idea. Um, and then, of course, Void and I, us seeing just how evil she is. Um, that's I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing them explain like why she's so angry like Lena you said that for the last episode but like she's yeah. just so angry damn yeah like, she's mad um, like the humans must have done something to her well, yeah well, well what do we do tell us well hopefully they tell us soon yeah and um she uh she destroyed their um, escape ship. He said, screw this. We, we, we can just get out of here right now. We can go leave. right now. And, yeah, and he was going to leave everybody behind. Uh, Even <laughs> everybody was gooped and gagged. Like, you yeah, had Rick, so made, like, um, mucus. 
mucus. She's like, that doesn't look like enough room for all of us. <laughs> no, what got me was Rick Me talking about that was here the whole time. Like, he, he, they were gagged. <laughs> they were so gagged. They were like, uh, what is going on? Like, you was going to leave us? Like, well, no, I don't this was he here? That they didn't even think they, they were they were gonna leave them, but they had no idea. They were just kind of like, wait, this was here. How is that gonna fit all of us? Like they were genuinely thinking they were going to. They were so mm-hmm. concerned. Like those babies was concerned, honey. And child, they were like, boy night was like, yeah, no. Um, we could go right now. We can go right now. And he was just like, Yeah, no. <laughs> like no, uh, we're not going anywhere. Child, she blew that shit up so fast. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, um, all hell just went, all hell just broke loose right now. Like, what? What I don't understand is, even after she takes vengeance on the humans, what was her next plan? If she blew the ship up, where the heck was she gonna go? If she wants to conquer the planets, she can't go to another planet right now. Girl, so... you did not think far ahead. You did not think the fact that you might need it later on. I'm just saying. Listen, I apparently, I guess she was like, I'm going to get rid of all the humans anyway, so it really won't even matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I'll just, you know, stay here and just do whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, um, what else did I like? Well, well they are at odds. They're completely at odds. Um, Void Knight and Void Queen. Um, and Void Knight actually helped the Rangers defeat uh, the Sporks Beast. Or, or mm-hmm. at least told them how to do it. Yeah, told them how to do it. So it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say, which like automatically was like a no-no to, uh, to uh, whatchamacallit. Because uh, Red Meat was like, I'm going to snitch. I'm going to tell on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm about to snitch on that ass. <laughs> so it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see um, where, you know, what, what goes on next. Um, I'm really interested to see where the story goes. Um, something else I was thinking about was fuck COVID because it screwed up us getting um, more fight scenes because I can only imagine how good those probably would be because Beast Morphers were I really enjoyed those ones um, so whatever they're doing with the the stunt team I could only imagine probably would have translated um, for the actors ah, I wish we could have seen it listen like and i and i'm pretty sure it, it was probably due to covid and all of that but also too at the same time i ain't gonna even hold you like what we've been getting is been like the way they stepped up the action i know i just know i feel it in my bones that if they actually the way they stepped up this action i just feel like they would have definitely like knocked it out of the park with the unmore fight stuff, like I feel like they would have definitely like knocked it out of the park for sure. Just with what we've been getting, because the fight scenes, woo, like they were good, like really good. Um, one of the things that's one been one of the things that like we've talked about this before, but that's one of the things I enjoy about this season thus far 
is especially season two is just how good the fight scenes have been um you know but oh and just to uh, mention one thing when you were talking about dr kana and um and ollie he was definitely talking to her on skype because mm-hmm. when they were done you heard the little skype sound mm-hmm. i was like ah that was a nice touch i like it i like it that was cute um and um yeah like i did like the zord formation i thought that that was pretty cool the little zord fight scene that was actually one of the rare the rare uh rare occurrences where i was like oh i actually did like a fight scene this time around the zord fight scene because i normally don't really care for them like that but i did i was like oh this is pretty cool i talk about it all the time yeah yeah i was like oh this is pretty cool it's not bad um so that, yeah, that was pretty cool. Other than that, like I rolled my eyes really hard with that apology at the end. I was like, Ugh, whatever. I actually, yeah, I appreciated that he finally apologized for being a dick to her all this time. I didn't. I didn't. I know I and I know you're fine with it, but for me, it was like <laughs> uh, was so what, whatever. What, what does he have to do to get into your good graces? Well, a whole lot more of redemption. We need to see yeah. it actually like change, not just because mm-hmm. it took like 3.5 seconds for someone to write him for self. Self, I can't speak anyways, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like it mm-hmm. just, I just personally feel like it takes more. It takes more than someone just telling him that because at the end of the day, he was like that literally his whole life. No one, mm-hmm. no one said nothing. No one told him anything. And it took one person. I don't know what took. I don't, I wonder genuinely though, what got him to say, you know what, you're a dick, Ollie. Like I wonder what did it for him, you know. Well, I mean, it was yeah. he saw. Yeah, he saw him um, be a dick to uh, to Amelia. I mean, he, well, uh, remember, you mean like was, some of the professor? Yeah, but he was a dick to like his whole class. Like, so what? What took him three years? Well, he said he said he was saying, "I see you haven't changed." So yeah, like he probably always it was probably one of those situations where Ollie just never listened anyway, and he was probably trying to let him know in a nice way, like, "Hey, like Ollie, like you're the reason why you're pushing your friends away," and he's just like, "Hold up, yo, this is crazy." Somebody I was texting. Oh well, um. Aaron SD classifier. I was talking to him about this episode and he he put it into my head like um whatchamacallit uh Ollie thought that Dr. Floyd was or Professor Floyd was his best friend, but for real, for real, they only worked together so much because nobody else liked him. Yeah, that's that's what I said. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 talking like, about. Because that was the whole thing. Oh my god! That was yeah, because that was the whole thing. Because it's like literally, like Professor Floyd. That when Professor Floyd was like, nobody wanted to work with you, and Ollie was like, yeah, because they were jealous of my smarts. And he's like, if you say so. Like, I mean, literally, like all this time, I feel like Professor Floyd has been trying to tell Ollie, like, dude, you're like you're an asshole, and no, that's why nobody wants to work with you. <laughs> Like whenever, whenever you would have to do projects, like everybody would like leave you by yourself, and you would have to work with me. 
that's why he was his best friend because like he had no other friends that's That's the fucked up part about it it's just like you alienated everybody because you're an asshole Mm-hmm. you know and, and and that and and then the make it make it so bad he still didn't get it and that's why to to your question lena that's why i think that you know he like he was so shocked by the professor and, and all of that and he really wasn't even perceptive to what the professor was probably trying to tell him all this time because he wasn't even listening to him at the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode because he was just like well, I don't understand why he would say that because, you know, um, I listen. I even heard a pin drop, you know? Like, of course I listen. I listen to everything. And it's like, uh, okay. But when someone is actually trying to tell him something, he's like blatantly ignoring them. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, mm, like, but to answer your question, Will, what would it take for him to be in my good graces? Honestly, and I kind of made mention of this earlier, but to be truthfully honest with you, what would probably take him getting into my good graces, we should have been introduced to to this storyline much earlier. Mm -hmm. We should have gotten this like towards the end of season one. Like that's when we should have gotten this. Um, Like I said, like I said, we should have gotten, this would have probably been a better episode for like, say, if we would have gotten some sort of redemption arc or some sort of seed of him being like, okay, maybe I am an asshole. Maybe I knew he to tone it down on that episode where they found Ion. Mm-hmm. You know, because that would have been a perfect, a perfect time. You know, um, just anything earlier than now. Because the thing is, I don't mind Ollie being an asshole. That, you know, that that character, it doesn't bother me, but you just can't have a, a character like him exist for a season and a half, and then all of a sudden, halfway through the second season, go, all right, y'all, let's flip around. And, you know... Flip them like a light switch, and that's it. Because we really don't have any time to, you know, make him kind of slowly learn from his mistakes. Slow, blah, blah, blah. Slowly learn from his mistakes. We don't have any. We don't have that much time anymore. Because now we have to basically tell the story. So this is just basically wrapping up Ollie basically being an asshole. This is just basically, that's basically what they did. They just wrapped up that whole storyline of him being a jerk and is trying to put him and Amelia together. But I feel like this should have been done a long time ago versus now, where we're like pretty much halfway through the show. You know, that's why I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not feeling it. Not feeling it. You know, if this was done earlier, I'd probably be like, all right. You know, I I don't like Ollie's character, but, you know, I can still see where y'all going with it. But the fact that it's just like, this is where we're going, and, you know, it's now like, yeah, no, like, we're, we're now changing him this late in the game. It's like, yeah, no, I don't care anymore. I don't even care. <laughs> so... <Yeah. laughs> 
you know so and, and, and it, it to me it hurts the it hurts the storyline in terms of like having a um having a million all to get together it hurts it for me because now i definitely don't care about seeing them together i don't give a shit like no i don't want to see them together like give me somebody else like i want to see more um fern and, and izzy more of them my you know they're they're the relationship group of the of the show they're the relationship people like show me more show me more of them i don't i don't care nothing about ollie and his foolishness okay let's go ahead and rate these suckers so for episode six, I would probably say I would probably give episode six a four because I really did like episode six. Um, it wasn't quite a five, but I, I would I would give it a, I would give it a four. I would give it a four. Um, because it was it was good. I had fun with it. Um, episode three, not episode three, episode uh seven. I. For the for the episode being what it was and how it was written, I liked it. Them introducing this concept so late in the game, I don't like. Um, so I would probably give it a two and a half. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Well, for me, it's definitely four and a half for the first. I would give it three and a half for the second. Well, okay. The uh, episode six would definitely be a four. And I'd give um, episode seven. I think I'd give it a three. I I liked, um, I really appreciated that they um, further develop void queen and her insanity and um what they did with um void knight seeing like he has to get out of that situation and going as far as to help the rangers to um to defeat her i think he the ultimate goal is to just get his his wife back so i'm really looking forward to seeing um to watching more episodes and then um, just seeing where this story goes, I'm, I'm, I'm liking that we're finally like, this is what I was talking about for season one, just wanting to see the story progress and we're finally getting there. So I'm, I'm really excited. Okay. You know, and honestly, to be truthfully honest with you, the story progression is, is something that I do see a lot of people were like, being in terms of like, you know, that's what's missing from Dino Fury, especially season one. And now that I, you know, going back to Simon Bennett's, you know, what, what Simon Bennett said in his article with Den of Geek um, and him just being candid and just basically saying like, this show was technically supposed to be a 22 episode season. And, you know, we had to go back and add 20 episodes which you know and which all of the stuff mainly was filler which all of basically season one was filler so you know mm-hmm. it's like 
it makes sense that we didn't get hardly any story in season one, but now season two is like where everything is picking up. Like it makes perfect sense. So, you know, it may, it makes me go back and rewatch Dino Fury season one with a different lens. And it's like, ah, okay. And it actually kind of even makes me have a different type of like appreciation for season one because I'm not gonna hold you. I mean, I didn't, I didn't dislike season one, but also at the same time, it wasn't like my favorite. Like it wasn't like something that I'm like, oh yes, like I love season one. Like it wasn't that at all. Um, season oh, yeah. one was just was like it was good, you know. But it wasn't like oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Like it was, it wasn't that at all for me. So the fact that it was like, you know, that this is what was actually the tea behind it. It's like, oh, okay. I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot more. Everyone, if you enjoyed this episode, I know it was a little long, <laughs> but we missed y'all and we ain't talked to y'all in a long time. So, you know, if you, okay, if you want to, if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know um you know and if you have any comments or anything like that based off of what we said or what we talked about y'all know what to do you know leave a comment you know or whatever it it's fine whatever y'all want to do um but definitely let us know what you think uh we will definitely be covering um fan first tuesday so hopefully they give us some tea so that we can talk to y'all and let y'all know what we think on next episode. So hope to hear from you. Hope, hope that you turn around and listen to us again. Um, you know, especially for that, because we're definitely going to be talking about Fan First Tuesday, okay? And with that being said, my name is Brandon. <laughs> my name is Lena. And my name is Will. And we will see you next time. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. 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 <laughs>